right, welcome to the first episode ever of the Cat Bat Podcast. Uh, I'm Joey, got a co-host Kenny, and then Kyle helping us produce this. Uh, we're we're going to go ahead and get underway. Uh, Kenny, why don't you give us a quick introduction of yourself? Hey, thanks, Joey. Uh, my name's Kenny. I'm the old man in the room uh, with these two young guys. We're going to have a wonderful time talking about sports and everyday life, and we're going to do it from several perspectives. Uh, my guy growing up in the 70s with these two young bucks, and it's going to be a blast. Can't wait to get started, Joey. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm Joey, uh, North Carolina native, um, big sports guy. Um, I know Kenny is as well, so we're going to cover many topics. It'll probably be heavily geared towards sports, but we're we're going to get it off the rails a little bit and touch on some other things as well. So uh, excited to get going and definitely excited to be here with you, Kenny. Yep. Um, just for you out there, we're in North Carolina, um, hotbed of college sports. Um, we're going to talk about professional sports, college sports, high school athletics. That's how Joey and I met, kids in uh, youth sports, and um, we're going to try to stay on topic, but you're right, Joey, we're going to venture down a lot of rabbit holes. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for it. So give us give us a little bit 20-second overview of, you know, who your sports teams are and what you love about them. Absolutely. Well, my, <clears throat> my favorite sports team are the Baltimore Orioles. Love baseball, love baseball as a kid. Love sports where it takes a team to win instead of one guy or gal. Um, Orioles, I love the Dallas Cowboys. Um, I've fallen in love with hockey with our local team in the Carolina Hurricanes. Um, but grew up in Charlotte, North Carolina, double-A affiliate of the Baltimore Orioles, the Charlotte O's. Fell in love with Cal Ripken, Eddie Murray. Uh, Orioles from 1966 to 83, those were my guys. Um, and uh, growing up in an area where it was Redskins and Falcons and Steelers, just had to have an NFL team. Uh, you can't do baseball all year long. Love the Dallas Cowboys. Old man got me a subscription to Dallas Cowboy Weekly, and every week learning about the Dallas Cowboys. Um, those those are my teams, but you'll get to know me over time, and you're going to notice the difference between an older generation of sports guy and the younger guys. But that's who I like, Joey. Orioles, Cowboys, Hurricanes, um, and NC State athletics to a certain degree. And um, I know you're a Rocky Mount, North Carolina guy. Uh, who do you follow? Yeah, yeah. So born and raised Rocky Mount, uh, Eastern North Carolina guy for first 18 years of my life, and then came to Raleigh and been in this area ever since. So, yeah, I mean, it's interesting because, you know, the Panthers are, in the grand scheme of things, a newer team, even though they've been around for a few decades now. But uh, as a kid growing up before the Panthers, you know, back then it was the Redskins, not the Commanders. So I was introduced to football uh, with the Redskins. So football is definitely my top sport, played uh, ball growing up. Um, so then when the Panthers came along, definitely I'm, I'm a big Carolina Panthers guy, but I'm, a, I'm just a big football guy, college and NFL both. Um, also a really big baseball guy. Um, grew up an Atlanta Braves fan. Um, loved the Braves. I've loved them since day one. Uh, you know, they used to be on TV all the time on TBS with Ted Turner buying them and owning them. So and enjoyed that. Um, you know, it's interesting. You're, you're a big O's guy and you know, I actually, I grew up going to more Orioles games than I did the Braves. Um, so, and I was coming up, you know, probably the second half of Kyle Ripken Jr.'s career. So, I got to see him play a lot. So, very interesting, very rich history there. So, 
I'm just big sports guy all around. Probably not as big into hockey as you are, but you know, I, I do enjoy the Hurricanes. Yeah, and we're we're going to get you addicted to hockey. And being that we are such big sports fans, fanatics, we're going to venture into gambling. And just remember, yeah. this is just for information only. And we're going to talk about gambling topics and might even every week try to give you Joey's five-star locks. But um, <laughs> but we're going to... Just do gonna, the opposite of yeah, those. We're, we're going to do sports, and, and we think we know it because we've watched it so long. But absolutely, that'll be one of the areas we address with the Catback Project podcast. Absolutely. And, uh, so anyway, that's a little introduction, um, Joey and Kenny, who are going to take you on this ride. But that'll be episode one. Yep, excited to get going, Kenny. Let's let's dive in. Absolutely. I think our first topic is going to be NFL today. You know, preseason kicking off, and only a few weeks away from regular season. And you know, I know we're both in love here with the NFL. So let's start with the NFL. Maybe we'll touch on some college a little bit later. But why don't we start with a couple of the major headlines coming off of the off season and the preseason? Uh, here, got got us through. What's some of the major topics you want to cover? Well, I guess we can't talk NFL right now without Deshaun Watson. And um, we'll talk about Jimmy G with no team to play for. Um, And then let's talk about some of the games that have been played so far and key injuries. So Deshaun Watson, wow. What did the Browns do? Um, You give a guy $250 million to be your quarterback knowing he's facing a suspension. And so they send it to a federal judge, and he gets six games. League says, no, that's bad for the shield. We can't have this um, whatever he did. Only he and the women know what he really did. But we can't have him as the face of the league on a franchise that seems to every year, the last five or six, have Super Bowl aspirations. So uh, Goodell goes, well, we're not going to just give you six games and let you start three and three with Jacoby Brissett and then turn it over to this guy and finish some parts of 12 and five, make the playoffs, and all this is supposed to go away. So he decides we're going to appeal the suspension. So odds are he's going to get a year. He's probably not going to take a snap for the Browns. So that leaves you with Jacoby Brissett. Um, yeah. Uh, game manager, right? He's not going to win the Super Bowl. No. Um, uh, Matt Castle did it when Brady went down went, back in the old days, went 11-5, and five, but didn't win the Super Bowl. So yeah. So we're looking at a year for him. So what do you do? Um, do you ride with Jacoby Brissett or do you go get Jimmy G? Yeah, I mean, that's that's a great point. I don't know what the answer is, so it's going to be interesting to see if uh, you know Watson actually gets a full year. I know that's what the league's pushing for. I know he's already negotiating more than six but less than a year, so right, right. I'm not sure how it's going to shake out. I can't envision seeing it ending any way than the NFL getting another black eye from this mm-hmm. somehow. Right. Um, so it, it'll be interesting, but let, let's go off the assumption that they win the appeal and he gets a full year and mm-hmm. he's going to make a lot of money to, to not yep. produce yep. anything. Yep. So that's going to be interesting because he's killing their cap. Yeah, he's guaranteed this money. Absolutely. <clears throat> that, yeah, that's the problem with a fully guaranteed deal and taking a risk like this. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Jacoby Percet, I mean, he, he can get it done. He can win you some games. 
It's not going to be many. He's going to be good at not losing you games right. if you got the right pieces around him. Um, I think Garoppolo is probably a very interesting conversation, honestly. Um, I think it's very clear that he's not going to take any snaps with the Niners. Um, not sure what the Niners are going to do. They, they're not in a position where they have to move him. Right. Um, certainly, I don't think Cleveland probably has the cap space right now to be able to take him without the Niners eating some of it, and I'm not sure they will. Right. Right. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's going to be interesting to see how that shakes out. If, uh, you know, with this being in an appeals process, you know, you have this weird dynamic where Watson could still be starting week one. Yeah. So right. I'm, right. I'm not sure what it's going to look like. And, and I'm certain he's going to get preseason snaps. They want to see what they have. Yeah. You know, he's, been, he's been off from football almost two years. So I have – if I'm the owner and the coaching staff, I have Deshaun Watson – Salary cap implications. I got Brissett at eleven to thirteen million. Can I go out there and spend what it takes to get Jimmy G and have all that locked into my quarterback position for a Super Bowl or bust year? Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't know what you do. It'll be. It's going to be interesting to see. I, I'm not so sold that the 49ers are better with Trey Lance. I'm not. I'm not sure they are, and I'm not sold that they are either. And. Honestly, I, I think there's a big reason why they haven't moved Jimmy Garoppolo yet and why they're comfortable leaving him on payroll and having him there. Well, that, I, I think they've said internally some things that got them to keep Debo Samuels and guys yeah. that can – on that team that can – I mean, they've been so successful with Jimmy G. It just seems odd, but you got a backup and waiting that you want to be the guy. And if they're truly sold on Trey Lance, then – and that's the direction they'll go. I, that'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Um, but but that's that's the Brown story. They, it's it's funny. Every year the Browns are going to win the Super Bowl, and then the train wreck happens. That's right. I mean, what what do you what do you do? So um, so that that's an interesting topic with Jimmy G hanging out there, Deshaun Watson, how that plays out. Last so n- yep. So if you're the GM of the Browns, and let's say Deshaun gets the full year, what are you doing? I'm an NC State guy, and I, I love I love Jacoby Brissett, but um, Philip Rivers didn't win a Super Bowl. Um, yeah. Russell has. I, I I have to talk to the 49ers about Garoppolo. I, I have to go get Jimmy G. Um, he's proven, and he's taken teams to the Super Bowl and the NFC Championship. So I go get him. I mortgage the future to have a quarterback. Because in this league, when we looked at our board up over under, it's funny how Vegas knows the teams that have double-digit wins have a household name at quarterback yeah. that can win games. Um, it You have to have a quarterback in this league. We'll talk about your Panthers. What, what are they going to do? You got Darnold, who started 3-0 last year, thought he was the answer. He was with the Jets, didn't have things around him that he could win with. The rest of the season didn't play out so well. Um, And then they go get Baker Mayfield. And then they run him out there today, and and, uh, I think he's going to be okay. Um, But they have a definite quarterback competition, and I think that's what you want. Your best guy plays. So – We'll see how that goes. Baker got snaps today. Darnold got snaps today. Um, we'll see what the Panthers do. The, the pro football is so much different than college football. You you have to have a quarterback. Um, 
Joey played football. He knows back when he played, the playbook was X number of pages. You watch hard knocks and you see what the quarterback has to know in the NFL. It's this is the old man talking. It's a whole bunch of encyclopedias that they have yeah. to know, and um, and if you don't have it, chances of winning are slim. Yeah, uh, I think that's probably the only thing Baker Mayfield may have going against him now is he's had such a short runway trying to learn the system. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he has that going against him. Uh, I, I I don't hate Darnold. I know there's a lot of Panthers that's not a huge fan of Sam, but. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he he has talent and he has his place somewhere. I don't know if it's a starter, and you know, I, I don't know if he's going to win you a bunch of games um, or lose you a bunch of games. There, you know, there's a dumpster fire in New York when he was there, and yeah. unfortunately, last year in Carolina was a dumpster fire as well. So there, yeah. there's still a lot of unknowns. I think Baker gives you the better chance, yeah. certainly, and there's no way Baker doesn't start on Week One against Cleveland. Right? right. I, won't that be interesting against the Browns? Um, see him play against his old team. Um, you hear things like Baker's not a locker room guy and stuff, and guys aren't going to go to battle with him. Um, but it, And Darnold, the problem is you're with the Jets, and he's running for his life, and he's not that kind of quarterback. Offensive line wasn't great. And um, so Baker gives you a chance when things break down, he has his feet, and he can run. And yeah. uh, I, I watched a little bit today, and – even on third and three, you can see the defense afraid that Baker's going to tuck the ball and run. Fakes the ball to the, the running back and then uh, fakes a little screen pass and defense spreads out and he runs for six yards, gets the first down. So I agree with you. I think Baker's the starter against the Browns in week one. Um, if I If I had to bet, I think the Browns starter is Jimmy G week one. I just don't uh, – they have confidence in Brissett as a backup game manager. If it's six games, he can go three and three. But um, I don't. they don't see him as a Super Bowl winning quarterback. So yeah. the, the Browns have to address the quarterback. I agree. So let's play it out with Jimmy just a little bit. Let's say the Browns aren't able to make a move for him. What happens with Jimmy? Does he stay put and with the Niners or is he moved elsewhere? Hmm. You got the known of the 49ers who win. And if I'm him, I want to stay with the 49ers. But he's not participating in all the training camp stuff. He didn't get to play last night for the 49ers. So if I'm him, you got to go where they want you to play, and that'd be the Browns. If I'm him, I'm moving on and playing with the Cleveland Browns. See, to me, logically, the move with Jimmy G and Garoppolo's standpoint is Seattle. Seattle seems to be the best fit, seems to be the most logical. There's just one problem with that. And in the division. In the division, yeah, that's right. Uh, if I'm the Yankees, uh, how in the world they got Babe Ruth from the Red Sox is beyond me. Yeah. So uh, I just can't see the 49ers. It, he's going from the National Football Conference to the American Football Conference. He's going from the 49ers yeah. to the Browns, or he's on your roster. Yeah. Uh, you it seems like you think he's going to be there week one in Cleveland I'm actually I'm gonna be a little bit different I think he's still gonna be rostered with the 49ers and he's gonna wait out this year one is I don't think the 49ers fully are bought into Trey Lance yet and he is he's gonna be their their contingency plan 
And if I'm Garoppolo, I'm, I'm going to make my paycheck this year, and then I'm going to be a free agent. And if I want to go to Seattle at that point, I'll go to Seattle. Yeah, yeah, that, that, that works. I, I like the logic there. Um, the longer you hold on to Jimmy G, it's not just the Browns. Dak Prescott goes down or yeah. some starting quarterback gets hurt in week one through four. And one of these teams that they're looking at to win a lot of games, now you got other teams that would make the trades for Jimmy G, get some first-round picks. Um, I, I, if I'm the Browns, though, i, I got to get a quarterback. Yeah. I, I can't go into the season. What do we got now? Three preseason games. They've melted That's it right. down. And nobody plays the third game because nobody wants to get hurt before the regular season starts. So if I'm the Browns, I'm pushing hard to get a quarterback or somehow I get the league to expedite this this appeals process so I know what I'm dealing with. The unknown just crushes NFL teams. Um, and, and you don't want to scramble this close to the start of the season. But if I'm the Browns, I'm all in to get me a quarterback. I thought I had one with Watson, um, and I had my backup in Brissett. Um, some Browns, I'm pushing for that quarterback, but I agree with you. I didn't think through it all the way. As from the player standpoint, I'm hanging out to get the best option, and uh, and he's getting paid, so you know he doesn't have to take a snap to to play. So yeah. I mean to to get paid, and so um, he can just stay put. Um, and, and I do like the Shanahan approach. You know, if Trey Lance doesn't do it in week one preseason from last night, next week. And game one doesn't go so well. G knows the playbook, so yeah, you run him out there. Um, but but that is, oh, I hate it. Now, now you see why teams that win Super Bowls and ones that don't. Yeah, they always get ready for the what ifs, and uh, and th- those are the successful franchises. Um, that's why the Patriot way is the process, and it's the plays, and Belichick can put. A player into that and it works from Randy Moss he can find stuff from wherever plug them in and play and they continue yeah. to win I mean hell he won with Mac Jones last year yeah, yeah. I think you're you're hitting on an important thread there and coming from an athletic background and you know I've coached a lot of different sports and I've coached for many years now and you know it's not always the sexiest thing to do but you know, you do what it takes to win today. You're yeah. full of professional athletes. Yeah. You got a team full of them. Everybody expects to win. The pressure is there. The I, I will never subscribe to the philosophy of tanking. Mm-hmm. You, you do what it takes to win today. Right. And then you deal with the repercussion of it tomorrow. And All right, so there's you, a lot of teams not doing that. All right. So what do you do if you're the Browns? What do you do? You're going to go into season with Brissett. Let's say he gets the one-year suspension. Are you going to? You're going to go in with Jacoby Brissett and try to go 12 and five, uh, 11 and six, and make the playoffs. What, what are you doing? Yeah, I think I'm still making a move, trying to find another quarterback to bring in, somebody else that has a decent track record. Um, a couple of names come to mind, honestly, outside of Jimmy G. Just I think the ask price is going to be high for Jimmy G. Super high, absolutely. Um, which the Browns aren't going to have that leverage right now, yep. but. You know, my mind immediately goes to somebody like Andy Dalton sitting down in New Orleans who is obviously yep. number two in New Orleans that right. has starting experience and, you know, has had a little bit of success. Mm-hmm. Um, so <clears throat> you have guys like that sitting out there. 
Uh, that, that's going to be really interesting. Yeah. Um, you've got some young talent out there as well, you know, sitting behind Brady there in Tampa Bay, and uh, it's kind of sprinkled yep. throughout the league. And yep. you got Love behind; uh, he's quarterback and waiting behind Rodgers and stuff. Yep, yeah. yep. Um, you've got him. That's yeah. Love's a great example, and you know, honestly, if if I'm Pittsburgh, if you know Kenny Pickett's your guy. Mm-hmm. Don't don't even sit there with anybody else on the roster. That's costing you cap space. Yep, yep. We we forget about the financial side of all this. You know, the, the NFL's got it right. You know, they have hard salary cap. They want everybody to go in the old days eight and eight. They want every opportunity for every team to win. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's not like Major League Baseball where the Dodgers and the Yankees and Red Sox outspend their mistakes. Um, you just you just can't do that in the NFL. Too much money, and you have to win. You have to make the postseason. Yeah, absolutely. That, that's interesting. We're looking at the screen here, and you know, I know Deshaun got some snaps in the first preseason game. I think he was like one for seven, and just <laughs> very underwhelming, certainly. And you know, I, I would expect that for yeah. you know him being out as long as he's been out. He's an incredible athlete. Nobody can put that past him, and he'll right. get it back. But it's uh it's going to be very interesting so the the tweet we just saw there is you know he was very audibly booed when he got there so they, i mean there's he has massive hurdles to overcome as the entire cleveland browns organization does because of the black eye that he's given himself mm-hmm. and the league hates black eyes they don't they they if you embarrass the, the nfl shield that's a problem yeah they don't want this guy holding the Lombardi Trophy in February. No, no, bad for the brand, right? Yep, absolutely. Uh-huh. So, so it'll be interesting to see what Cleveland does. We have this discussion all the time about the Browns. This is their year, and yep. I don't know when that will be. But uh, some interesting topics. Um, Pretty confident it's not this year. So <laughs> we'll we'll see. Let's see what did Vegas say with the Browns? They expected them to win. Oh my, nine games. Eight and a half uh, is yeah. the over-under? Yeah, eight and a half is the over-under. So it'll, it'll be interesting. That's uh, I'm sure that's factored in with the six-game suspension. They're probably yep. thinking yep. May, maybe two with Bursette and then yep. I, I can't the rest coming. I can't wait till he gets the year suspension and you update the over-unders. That number is going to go from eight and a half to probably seven and a half. Yeah, yeah, I, I think it definitely does. Because Bursette's not Watson. He's not no. Jimmy G. Um he may not be Andy Dalton. He may not be Philip Rivers sitting two years retired. Yeah. Um, so we'll see what happens. Um, anyway, I'd, I'd like to watch the Browns. They get a lot of publicity for a team that just hasn't won anything. Yeah. Well, I think uh, I think that's a great segue here. We're we're looking at the board here, and you know, looking at the over unders on the year. So uh, why, why don't we dig into this a little bit and let's let's tackle this by conference in the NFL. So since we're both NFC guys, why don't we start with the AFC? All right. um, we, we have it written out here on the board uh, just to help us get through this. So let, let's just go right down the list and start in the AFC East. So Vegas Insider has the Bills over under this year, 11 and a half. What do you think? Well, they're going to win the division. So the Bills are probably the best team in the AFC East. Yeah. So I, if I had to guess. I probably take the over. Uh, Josh Allen and the Bills are very, very good. Uh, coming off a good season last year, so eleven and a half though, you only get five misses, 
but but I'd have to take the Bills with the over. What do you think? Yeah, no, I'm I'm 100% with you. I, I got Bills on the over there. They're they're going to have a solid year and yeah, I, I'm with you. They they're probably the best in the AFC coming into the beginning of the season. Yeah, I think so. I agree. Uh what about the Dolphins and Patriots? Got them set at eight and a half. Yeah, that's that's a curious case on both of them, honestly. The Dolphins I have a harder time with because they have so many new pieces and there's a lot of things going on there and you got the big unknown on Tua, honestly. I'm not I'm not hundred percent sure. Um I'm I'm probably gonna take the under on the Dolphins. Yeah, I think I agree. Uh, the Dolphins have concerns too, or else they wouldn't have tried to get the super team. <clears throat> And get punished for it. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's that's true. <laughs> um, so, so they obviously had issues too with what the season would look like. And I, to me, it's the Bills and then everybody else. The only things I know yeah. for certain: Bills will finish first, Jets will finish last. Yeah, I'm pretty pretty confident you're dead on with that. And uh, but but I like the Patriots. I mean, Mac Jones was better than I thought he was going to be. Big yeah. shoes to fill, <clears throat> and the team was very very good. Yeah, eight and a half. I'll probably take the over on the Patriots. Just honestly, it's probably always going to be that way as long as Belichick's there. I agree. Yeah, and then and then the Jets. This is this will be fun to do because we rarely get to talk about the Jets in the postseason. <laughs> but, but five and a half, you only got to win a third of your games. Yeah, I'm I'm still under, especially with the unknown on Zach Wilson and the injury in preseason. All of a sudden, uh, yeah, I, I'm the under on the Jets. I yeah. just don't think they have the pieces. Yeah, I, I I think you're right. Um, I couldn't tell you who the backup quarterback is in New York. It's Zach Wilson or bust. Yep. So we both agree. Uh, Bills win the division. Yeah. Bills over 11 and a half. Yeah. Dolphins over. Uh, I think I'm going to stick under on them. Okay. And the Patriots? I'm over on the Patriots. And then the Jets under. Yeah. So 50-50. Yep. All right. All right. All right, let's move to the South then. You got it. Who's the best team in the conference? I mean, the division. Sorry. Oh man, it's. I mean, it's the Colts or the Titans, and I'm probably gonna go with the Titans just because they had a good year last year, and if Derrick Henry is healthy, it's uh, it's probably the Titans, but just by razor thin margin. Yeah, obviously Vegas says the same thing with both teams at nine and a half is the over. Yeah. Um, uh, in Indianapolis, see Carson Wentz went to. Oh, back to the NFC East. He's with the Commanders. Yeah, Commanders. Yeah, so they got Matt Ryan in Indy now. Yeah. How old is Matt Ryan, 42? Mm-hmm. Something like that. 50? Yeah, 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 he's pretty old. Yeah, I don't know. He may have some good football left in him. We'll see. We'll see. So um, you think the Titans' best team in the division. Yeah. Uh, nine and a half, you go. I'll probably go over. And with the Colts? Uh, um, I'm going to say they're going to end with nine wins, so that would be the under. All right, and we'll we'll keep record of this, and we'll kind of revisit these at the quarter post after four, yeah, four games, and then we'll see how we're doing. And then um, as things change throughout the season, we'll continue to work on the gambling line with some of these things. Now, Texans and Jaguars. <laughs> I mean, gee whiz. Yeah. Uh, we, we touched on Deshaun Watson a lot in the last segment and uh, the quarterback issues and and uh, in Houston, um, this year at four and a half is the over/under. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna shock some people. I'm gonna take the over on the Texans. Oh, I think. I hear you. 
I think Davis Mills has a few things going on there, and it's good got, for at least five or six. You you got one win right there by knowing it was the quarterback because I wanted to say Mills <laughs> Davis. I had, had it, it would have had it backwards. Uh, um, of the thirty-two quarterbacks in this league, he's got to be the most not known. So yeah, yeah. All right, so you go over. So you got over there. You got your Colts. You got your Titans and Jaguars. Trevor Lawrence. What do we do this year? I mean, he's 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 going to look better this year than last year. Certainly, he has a little bit more protection, a little bit more pieces. They only have him at six and a half, which is modest. I, mm-hmm. I'll probably say over, but it's not going to be by much if it right. is. Um, the coaching debacle last year gone. So maybe, yeah, maybe the teams teams <clears> better <throat> and Trevor Lawrence with a year under his belt. I, so so run it down for me. You've got Texans. Are you over or under? I think with the t- Texans, I just can't imagine a team going four and thirteen. So, I'm going to take the over with okay. the Colts. I'm going to go under. I'm just ever since Hard Knocks, I'm not a huge believer in the Colts. Jaguars, I'll go over. Titans, I'll go over. Titans win the division. All right, so I, yep. I got Bills and Titans so far for the postseason. Yeah, I'm with you on both of those. Best division probably in football next. Yeah, this AFC is West. This is going to take a little massaging. This is going to be a challenge here. Mm-hmm. So let, let's start with the Broncos then and obviously their addition with Russell Wilson and Vegas has them sitting at 10 and a half along with the Chiefs mm-hmm. and the Chargers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So where, where's your head at on Denver? I go under. I just uh, Russell's getting older. You know, and his feet don't bail him out as much as it used to. But the defense is good. They added to Randy Gregory from the Cowboys. Um, gosh. When you got six games against teams that are your equal, I struggle with them winning 11. So I'll go under on the Broncos. What okay. are you going to do? I know you like Russell, and I, I, I can see I where mean, you're headed. I, I do like Russell, and – Actually, you're right. He's older. His feet don't move nearly as poetically as they did earlier in his career. Probably don't have quite as much zip on the ball as he once did. But he's probably a smarter quarterback now than Mm -hmm. he's ever been. And honestly, the Broncos, they've only been a piece or two away. And I think Russell's going to help them win games. He's certainly not going to help them lose games. So I think he's going to help them win. And I'm going to tell you, with the pieces he has around, this. This could be a dangerous team and one of those that's kind of sitting back in the, you know, the lurch there behind the Chiefs and the Chargers because they're going to get all the love. But mm-hmm. uh, I'm, I'm going to go the over on the Broncos and I'm going to take it one step further. And I'm not saying Russell is going to win an MVP, but he's probably going to be in the conversation at least through the midway point in the season. Wow. Yeah. Um, outside of Brady, when you get old, the game has to drop off at some point. Yeah. This game is difficult, um, but I, I just have the uh, Broncos at under ten and a half. Um, All right, where are you at on the Chiefs? Man, I like them, and the reason I like them, <laughs> oh, man, I like them, is when you start telling me that a Super Bowl champion is no good anymore, and Patrick Mahomes has lost the step, and it's Herbert's division, and then you bring in Wilson in the division, that's fuel for somebody like that. I yeah. mean. I like the Chiefs. I like the Chiefs to win the division. And since we're going out on limbs, I think Mahomes is definitely the MVP. Rodgers and Mahomes is going to be the old guard. And I like the Chiefs over. I like the Chiefs to win the division. I like to see the Chiefs deep in January. 
Yeah, I, I actually agree with you all the way around on that. Mahomes, I mean, he, he, he is who he is for a reason. He's still incredibly young. He's incredibly talented. The Chiefs, I, I think I'm with you. They're over 10 and a half. Um, they probably do make a deep run, and Mahomes is definitely in the MVP conversation. Their defense is good, just like you referenced with the Broncos. Yep. Home field, just like the Broncos. Yep. The the, the games played between those two will be must-see TV. Yeah. They, they have to be flexed into the Sunday nights or the Monday night stuff. So those two teams I could see fighting for the division. But I just like the Chiefs, the team that's been there. Broncos haven't – they have the piece, but does all that materialize in year one? Yeah, we'll I mean, see. It, we'll, we'll see. And I, I, I'm surprised at the next one. The Raiders are only eight and a half. <laughs> you add Devontae Adams and stuff and – and in Vegas and and I know Derek Carr of the four is the least publicized as a great quarterback, but man, I, just, I like the Raiders too. But here's the problem: we can't have we can't have every team going seventeen and zero in this division. <laughs> they they play each other. So uh, and, and look, if we go over over over, then the rest of the damn conference is is, is under under under. That's and right. We've already we've already split. The first eight teams over, under, over, under, basically. But I, I'm going to take the Raiders over. I mean, uh, I like the Raiders. And even when the Raiders, just Raider mystique. So I, I take Derek Carr and I take the over. I take the under. I'm not a, I'm not a Raider believer. Mm-hmm. Um, new coaching change. You know, he, he's failed once before already. Comes from a great pedigree. Right. Understand. Yeah. But – and I, I don't know. I'm, I'm 50-50 on Derek Carr, and I just, I'm just i not sure they have the pieces to come together this year. So I'm going to take the under on eight and a half. All right. Chargers, ten and a half. Nobody even knows they play football on the West Coast a lot of times. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I like Justin Herbert. I mean. I do too. I mean, uh, the kid's good. The guy's good. Um, can I go over for every team in the division? I'm sure. to cop out. I guess it means they're going to beat the hell out of the NFC, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they may. They built those big buildings in Vegas for a reason, right? Oh, gosh. That's right. Um, somebody's got to be under. Yeah. But hmm, I don't know. The jury's out. I, I, you may have convinced me the coaching staff in Vegas um, – Maybe a problem. So so go. I, I I may have to just cop out and go with you. Raiders under, Chargers over. I got three teams that are going to make the playoffs from the AFC West. And it's it's entirely possible. I'm I'm going to take the under on the Chargers. You know that's honestly a coin flip. Mm-hmm. I'm going to hang my hat on. There are too many good defenses in the NFL, mm-hmm. and now that they have a full season of tape on Herbert, I think yeah. Herbert's incredibly talented. But I think these defensive coordinators are going to throw schemes at him that he hasn't seen before Mm -hmm. and hasn't had enough time and enough experience in the NFL to be able to navigate. So I think Herbert's probably going to struggle more this year than he did year one. And then I would expect him to rebound pretty quickly because he's solid. He's going to be a good quarterback. You use too much logic. You use too much brain. And this is all about feel and heart. And people love the NFL. And – and I just believe over, over, under, over. But damn it, Kenny, not everybody gets a trophy. So. Yeah, I know. Well, you did, you're wrong about that. And when we get to high school athletics, we'll talk about everybody getting a trophy. That's coming. Yeah, f- fair um, enough. 
that everybody does get a trophy. Everybody gets to play. The best nine aren't on the field. The best 11 aren't always on the field in high school. Everybody gets a trophy. But like the way you're going. So who'd you say wins the division again? You, you like the Broncos? Uh, I mean, it's, to me, it's toss-up between Broncos Chiefs. I probably say Chiefs win okay. the division, but okay. I think the Broncos are right on their heels. Okay. So, and I've got Broncos over, Chiefs over, Raiders, Chargers, both under. Gotcha. Sounds good. AFC North, black and blue. There yeah. we go. Um, first of all, who 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 you like to win the division? I mean, you got a quarterback in Baltimore who's betting on himself, right? Yeah. yeah. It's it yeah, it's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be really hard in the north not to say Cincinnati after Boy, last year. Burrow and getting to the Super and, Bowl. And they've right. even added more pieces to that team that they didn't have last year. Yep. So Ravens are unknown for me, honestly. I'm not exactly sure what they're going to come out and look like yet. Mm -hmm. um, I don't think their roster has the talent up and down at all the positions like Cincy does. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to say Bengals probably win that division, and I'm going to take the over on them at nine and a half. Gotcha. And, and the Ravens, you'll go? I'm, uh, I'm probably going to go over on the Ravens as well. All right. Yeah, I, you, you're right. The Ravens, a whole bunch of running the ball – Depend on your defense. Lamar not make any mistakes. Uh, runs a lot, and uh, and and he throws to tight ends a lot of times. And he lost the wide receiver Hollywood Brown. So yeah, I, I, I'm with you though. Go over over. Bengals win the division just because of what they they're building in Cincinnati. That's weird to say, isn't it? Yeah, it, it building is. In Cincinnati. I'm not sure we've said that in my lifetime. Nope, 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 nope. Uh, I don't even know if you were. Well, when were you born, Joey? <laughs> Because <laughs> in, the, in, in the 80s, I guess they got blitzed in the Super Bowl by the 49ers. Fair enough. Yeah. So, go over, over. Oh, the Browns. That's all we're talking about is the Browns. Uh, Browns, eight and a half. And I know this is before. It's yeah. just six-game suspension, not year. Yeah, I'm probably going to say under right now um, just because the unknown on Deshaun. But right. I, I say under eight and a half right now. If he plays the full year, I'm curious to see what you would say, only because you watched a clip earlier where Deshaun looks like he's rusty. Yeah, he, he's rusty, but, I mean, he's an incredible athlete. He'll knock off that rust pretty quick. So if Deshaun were to play the full year, I'd probably give him over the eight and a half. If he doesn't, I, I say they're under the eight and a half. Mm -hmm. And if um, it's six games, if he suspended just six games? I'm going to say they're – still under the eight and a half because he still has a few weeks where he's going to have to shake off that rust. Right. And and you got games against the division that's decent and other AFC teams. Yeah. That are good. So, okay, so we go over, over, under. Yeah. And then the Steelers. No yeah. Big Ben. So what, what happens? I mean, I think they're going to hang their hat on Kenny Pickett. Um, His hands are too small. Yeah, I've heard that a couple of times. <laughs> so that's that's funny that that's what they focused on you know, that's, that's in insane. the combine. He was pretty good in, in in Power Five conference football. Yeah, he was pretty good. So. Yeah, I'm not I'm not sure he's ready. He's ready for the big stage yet, especially somewhere like Pittsburgh. Yeah, I mean you can make the argument that Trubisky may end up starting there over him to start mm -hmm. with. Either way, they're in a really tough division as well. That's packed full of talent. So seven and a half. I mean, they're probably a seven to eight win team. Flip yeah. a coin. I mean, I'll I'll take them under because I've taken two other teams over in the okay. division. But I, I would say flip a coin on them. Gotcha. Now, now Kenny Pickett's a winner. Pittsburgh won an ACC championship. So yeah, fair enough. All right. So let's recap the AFC. All right, Bills. So yeah. we're we're over on the Bills. Yep, Dolphins. 
Um, under on the Dolphins. And Patriots. Over. Jets. Under. You got it. Um, I, I, I agree with you. And then the South, Texans. Uh, over. Over. And the Colts were. Uh, under. Yep. And Jaguars were. Uh, over, oh, you, yeah. yeah, over the six and a half. And the Titans were over. They and were over. You had the Titans and Bills to this point winning their divisions. That's right. And then in the AFC West, you were over, over, under, under. Yeah, correct. Broncos, Chiefs, Raiders, Chargers. Correct. And coin toss between Broncos and Chiefs to win the division, but you lean toward the Chiefs. Yeah, yeah. And then in uh, the AFC North, it was Ravens, Bengals, Browns, Steelers. And it was Ravens over, over Bengals over. over. Browns under. under and then the Steelers. And yeah, Steelers I went under, but yeah. again, flip flip a coin. All right. I'm so, gonna let you walk us through the NFC because this is where it gets really interesting. Yeah, this this will be really interesting mm-hmm. here. Right. So let's uh let us start with your baby here. We'll, we'll start in the <laughs> NFC East, right? And ironically enough, Cowboys yeah. are listed first at ten and a half. Where are yeah. you at? Well, nobody wins this division two years in a row. Yeah. It just doesn't happen. And uh as much as I love the Cowboys and my heart says take the over, I, I talked to you earlier about maybe an 11-6 and six season. Yeah. The more I thought about it, that's a lot on Dak. I mean, and C.D. Lamb gets hurt. Yeah. And they, they, they're going to have to rethink the run first thing. The offensive line is not dominant like it used to be. Yeah. I hate to do this, but I'll go under on the Cowboys at wow. 10. I know it hurts my – and it's going to hurt me in two more – teams to have to say what I'm going to say because then I have I have bought into all the nonsense and uh, I got an Alabama guy in the room and so we'll get to Jalen Hurts in a minute but uh (laughs) but we'll go under on the Cowboys what do you think yeah now they are probably going to go five and one in conference you know they'll they'll probably lose to the Eagles once and and then go five and one. So you're halfway there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. You're halfway there. I, I think you're thinking about it right. I'm probably under the ten and a half. Uh, just I'm not sure they had the depth that they're going to need to survive some of the non-conference games. Schedule's not easy. Made the playoffs last yep. year, so you get a tougher schedule, and you start with the Buccaneers. So, yep, yep. So I'm I'm, I'm under. I'm under Dallas, I think, at ten and a half. Okay. We we haven't disagreed much except in the AFC West. That's right. Yeah. So. Uh, the Giants. Are you, are you a Daniel Jones guy? No, not uh, at all. I mean, he's a concussion waiting to happen. Yeah, yeah. They they've got Giants at seven and a half. I'm I'm under that. I, I think they're going to struggle, and I think they're poor Saquon. I'm not sure it's going to last an entire season. Honestly, yeah. oh, he, yeah. he has a lot of the Christian McCaffrey in him right now, where he's overused. Oh, so. and he gets he gets he gets hurt. He's running for his life a lot, man. Yep. And and so yeah, we will uh, we will take the under with the New York Football Giants as well. Yeah. I think the Eagles at nine and a half is a very interesting case. Um, not really sure about Jalen and how he'll play, honestly. But they've they've everybody, got everybody's bought in. Everybody thinks Jalen's they the are, guy and they they've added some really valuable pieces in Philadelphia. So I'm leaning towards taking the over on them at nine and a half. Honestly, I think they're going to be a very competitive team this year. I agree, and I hate to I hate to admit it. I hate the Eagles. Um, but I think <laughs> I think the Eagles go over nine and a half, and damn it, I hate to say it, but they're going to win the NFC East. It'll be an Eagles division yeah. fly, Eagles fly, and uh, they'll win the NFC East and uh, host a playoff game. Uh, I think that probably gives us the answer on where yeah. you're at with the Commanders. <laughs> I, I watched some of the preseason game today, and they don't. They, I don't think they understand what they're going to do. Yeah. I like your Rivera. I like your Panthers coach yeah. there, but. 
you know, you got to have groceries to make a good meal, and I'm not certain the commanders have that. So I go under on the commanders. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm probably under the commanders. I just they don't have enough of the right pieces. Yeah. Is so. Chase Young going to play this year? The defensive guy. I mean, uh, yeah, I think he will. Yeah. So, so he'll he'll have a dominant season too, probably. Yeah. He's one of their bright spots. Yes, he is, and he was before he was hurt. Can we skip the next division? Oh, sorry. (laughs) I don't want to offend your Panthers and all the Panthers. Let's recap the East right quick. You got it. So Cowboys were under. Yep. Giants were under. Yes, sir. Eagles were over. over. Commanders were under. Yep, and that's so, how we make up for the AFC West. That, there you go. Yeah, that's, with this league is supposed to be 500. So <laughs> NFC East is going to have a rough go. Uh-huh. It used to be the beasts of the NFC East. That now it's probably right. the NFC least. Yeah, well, so it's we'll, sad. We'll see. All right, well, we're not going to skip the South. I know no, you'd gosh. like to. Why but are we wasting time? There's a couple interesting topics here. Um, we'll, we'll start with the Falcons at four and a half. Hey, Mariota, uh, right? Is that the quarterback? That, yeah, right now, either him or Desmond Ritter. So we'll we'll see. Uh, oh, Vegas yeah. has them tied with the worst over under at four and a half. So where, where, where's your head at? <laughs> Up my ass. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. The Falcons. I mean, who can they be? I'm afraid to answer that, actually. Yeah, I don't know, but don't say the Panthers. <laughs> they can't split with the Panthers. I. I don't know. I mean, you you went over with the Texans at four and a half. That's yeah. embarrassing for a professional football team. Yeah. I guess I go over. Really? No. Uh, honestly, I'll probably go under. Uh, they're they're kind of like the NFC version of the Jets right now. Yeah. There's just there's not a lot of things working there, and mm-hmm. you know if Desmond Ritter comes out and sets it on fire, maybe and. But I'm not sure who the hell he's going to throw it no, to other than Kyle Pitts. So. I, could, I, I, I couldn't name another. The tight end is all I can name. Yeah. I can't name any of the receivers. Yeah. Well, they had Calvin Ridley, which is fantastic, but yeah. he's gone for the year for gambling. Yep. So yep. there's. Yeah. I just don't think they have enough pieces there to be competitive. Yeah. I, 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 your logic is absolutely right, and I should say under, but it's five games. It's not much. The, the guys have got to lay an egg somewhere. Somebody yeah. has to have an off game. And so they have to win some games. I'll go over, you go under. Okay. All right, hometown Panthers. Yeah, hometown Panthers, six and a half. I'm going to give them more love than six and a half. I, I think they go over. Uh, I certainly, I don't, they're not going to win the division, I don't believe. But uh, I, I give them over six and a half. They, um, mostly because I'm biased mm-hmm. with the offensive line. The mm-hmm. offensive line was atrocious last year. Right. Right. And they've done a lot of moving around, yeah. uh, building that offensive line. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, if between that and Christian McCaffrey hopefully mm-hmm. being healthy, whether it be Baker Mayfield or Sam Darnold, the mm-hmm. pieces are there. Right. So even with very average quarterback play, right. Right. you can get over that six-and-a-half mark, I think. Yeah. So I, especially with the defense. I mean, yeah. the defense is stout. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you on the offensive line. That's going to make a huge difference. Biggest variable is that kid staying healthy. Yeah. Twenty-two McCaffrey. He's yeah. got to stay healthy. He's got to stay healthy. He's, he's a safety blanket, safety net for for average quarterback play. Yeah. So I go over to with the Panthers. That's and, why he and, stays hurt, by the way. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah. And and look, that coaching staff absolutely needs. I mean, Matt Rule's gone probably if they don't. Yeah, there, there's a lot of conversation locally about that. Um, do they have to make the playoffs for him to save his job? Do they have to be close and be competitive or how it actually looks? And my opinion is playoffs are bust. If, if, they, fall, okay. if they fall short on the playoffs, 
chances are Baker's out, Sam's out. Wow. If that's the case, Rule's going to be out as well, and they're just going to start fresh and hit the reset button again. That's that's frustrating because for every step forward, that's almost two steps back. You can't can't turn over coaching staffs this yeah. off, this often. Um, but yeah, I'll go with the over. I, I I believe the team really can win, wants to win. Baker, Darnold, it doesn't matter. Um, the offensive line's better. Defense will keep them in games. Yeah. McCaffrey stays healthy. He's before he had this run of injury-riddled seasons. He um, is always a top fantasy pick and stuff. So yeah. I'll go over with the Panthers. Give your local team some love. I I'd love to see them do well. I miss the days of KC and the guys making the Super Bowl and yeah. stuff. So um, <laughs> I'd I'd love to see the Panthers do well. It's good. I mean, I'd, I'd like to see some competition for these other two teams in the division. Some yeah. Teams. All right, well, let's, let's dive into them then. You got New Orleans at eight and a half. Where you at? Oh, Jameis is going to be the quarterback, right? Uh, yeah, all signs point to it. I like him. Yeah. He's 4,000 yards. He may throw 25 interceptions, but yeah. he, he can move the ball down the field. I'll go over with the Saints only because you got two with the Falcons that they'll probably win. And yeah. so – they finish second in the division. I'll take the over on the Saints. Yeah, I'm with you. Over on the Saints, I think Jameis is going to show you why he was a first-round pick uh, early in his career. Uh, Michael Thomas is still a beast, you know. Thomas is still a beast. It'll be interesting to see what happens with Kamara, but Mm -hmm. he's going to play the large majority of the season either way you look at it, even if his suspension holds. Right. So uh, I I take the over on the Saints. I I think they're going to be pretty good. Yeah, and, you know, running backs in the NFL – you can you can make something with an average running back. Yeah. You don't need a superstar running back. Yeah, absolutely. Buccaneers, 11 and a half. You look on the board and Vegas has got them as good as the Bills. Yeah. And better than everybody in the AFC West. Yeah, I know. Tom Brady carries that much weight, right? <laughs> well, historically, yeah, he mm-hmm. has. But yeah. I, I think this is the year you may see a little bit of a shift. I'm, uh, I'm going to take the under on the 11 and a half. I still think they're a good football team. I think they're going to be competitive. Honestly, they probably still win the division, but I'm, I'm taking the under on the 11 and a half. I expect yeah. them to split with, you know, at least one, maybe two teams in, in the, the South. Yeah, and, in the division, yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, they, they've they taken some blows. You know, his safety net, Gronk, isn't there. Yeah. and. Yeah. You know, they're putting a lot on Julio Jones. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's He's, there's a lot of unprovenness there now on the back end of his career. And yep. they've taken a really massive offensive line blow over the last week. And oh, Jansen or whatever. Yeah, so we're not 100% sure what he's going to look like. So with all that, I'm probably going to go under on the 11 and a half. Yeah. Oh, he's the GOAT, he right? Is. I don't know. I, 11 and a half is too high. It's too high. He's not Josh Allen right now. And, I mean, the Bills got lots of weapons. I'll go under on the Buccaneers as well. All right. Oh. So, really, our only difference in the division is the Falcons. Yeah, yeah. You've got uh, you over got Falcons. You've got, got under. i got over. I just think four and a half is embarrassing yeah. to be worse than the Jets and uh, equal to the Texans. Yeah. That, well, that. I think the Texans will surprise some people, and I think the Jets are going to way underperform to five and a half, honestly. I in my opinion, I believe the Jets Falcons are your one and two picks next year. Got you. How many times can we keep picking quarterbacks? You know, I mean, I don't know. There we go. Yeah, you'll eventually hit something. Yeah. What happens in the AFC West? Your quarterback of the Cardinals has got to study. Now they say he doesn't have to study. <laughs> so, um, what do you do? You know, um, yeah. eight and a half. There's there's a lot of 
athleticism there with them. Um, yeah, I don't know. There, there's you, you never know what to believe in the media and what you're right. hearing. Obviously, right. Uh, he, he's a talented kid. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm probably. Man, that's a tough one. I'm probably going to take the over eight and a half. Ain't much for right. a team that right. has a lot of talent like right. they have. If they go over eight and a half, you're probably looking at nine or ten. Best case scenario, right. I think. Yeah, I, nine sounds good to me. Yeah. Nine and eight. Okay. So I, I like the over, but it's not a slam dunk. Okay. Um, here we go. Rams, ten and a half. And I, I loved them last year. I love them again this year. Big shiny rings, right? Yeah, right. So no, they're they're gonna have another really good season. Uh, they'll probably win this division pretty easily, I think. I'll take the over at ten and a half. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with you. I, they're the class of this division. Um, they'll be right there in the end toward the NFC Championship. Yeah, I think so too. LA Rams will be right there. Yep. Oh, 49ers. And see where they are. Nine and a half. How much um, do you trust Trey Lance? I trust Shanahan. Yeah. <laughs> and Samuels, the utility, the Swiss Army Knight. Yeah, yeah. Uh, nine and a half, I'm probably, I'm probably going to go under with an unproven quarterback. It's just it, – it's the safe bet. Yeah. You know, yeah. they could very easily go over if he overperforms. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they've shown you the talent that they have on the roster as well as the coaching schemes work because you have Garoppolo, mm-hmm. who's not a superstar. Above game, average game, quarterback, game, yeah, but exactly. very more, good game he's, manager. He's he's more than a game manager, but yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. So if they if they can make it to NFC championships with Garoppolo, okay, a little bit above average play from Lance, they go over. But with the unknown on Lance, I'm just going under. So it sounds like if they didn't make the change in quarterback, you were uh, an over guy. At nine yeah, and if half Garoppolo's starting the full season, I'm I'm probably over nine and a half. But since it looks like it's Lance, I'm gonna go under. Yeah. I can agree with that logic. Makes it makes real good sense. Probably got a top five worst team in football next, the Seattle Seahawks. Yeah, so they have them at five and a half with sitting there where the Jets are at five yeah. and a half. Yep. Uh, you know, I don't know. It, it's hard to say with them. Uh, you know, losing Russell certainly mm-hmm. hurts, and they don't have an answer for him, right. which is scary. Yep. Um but it's still the Seahawks. You still got the twelfth man there. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, they Pete still Carroll, have some talent Pete there. Seems, and and you're giving your fan base so many mixed signals. You yeah. DJ, I mean DK Metcalf. Yeah. You give a ton of money to, but who's going to throw him the ball? Me or you? I yeah, mean, that's right. But five and a half. What do you do? Uh, I I probably go over with them. I, I I'm concerned about the quarterback play, but. I, I certainly have more confidence in them than I do at the Falcons at four and a half or yeah. the Jets at five and a half. So yeah. for yeah. that sheer fact, I, I'm going to go the over on them. Yeah, you could do that just on recent history. Yeah. You, you could do that when the Seahawks go over. I agree with you there. And the division I don't pay any attention to most of the time, They uh, uh, NFC North. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, you know, it's Aaron Rodgers. You know, that's his division. He owns his division. Yeah. Bears at six and a half. You got the Ohio State kid at quarterback. Yeah. You got the star got linebacker who wants to be traded right out of training camp. Yeah, that, so. that one's going to hurt. So, six and a half. You get to lose 11 times, you know, or 10 times. Go seven and 10 mm-hmm. with 17 games. Yeah, I, th- I think I'm the over on the Bears. Okay. So, I don't think they're going to win the division by any stretch, but 
you know, they're they're sitting at six and a half right beside the Lions. Mm-hmm. The, honestly, they they're probably deeper than the Lions, so I'm gonna go over on them. But I lumped the Bears, Lions, Falcons, Texans, Jets in the yeah. same group. Yeah, they're all together. I mean, it's a, it's a coin flip. Who's not as bad on yeah. this week? But I'll take the over on the Bears too. Um, the Lions uh, um, at six and a half. I'm under. Yeah, you don't like golf at all, I guess. No, no, no not not really a believer there. And they've got some good talent sitting there, all very young. Mm-hmm. Do like coach. I like Dan Campbell. Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, coin flip, but honestly, lack of quarterback play and lack of depth there, mm-hmm. uh, I'll probably say the under. They're going to have a few bumps here. Yeah. McVay got rid of golf for a reason, and they win the Super Bowl. That's right. Right. So, I'll probably take the under, too. Packers at ten and a half. I'm, I'm struggling with that one, honestly. <laughs> you lost your best receiver. Yeah, you lost your only receiver, honestly, it feels like. I'm not sure who Rodgers is going to throw the ball Does to. Does Randall Cobb still play anywhere? So, I mean, that's, a, that's always been a guy for Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> right. you know? Ten and a half is a lot, man. Yeah, I think it is. When, when you look at, you know, the Vegas spreads and they've got – you know, the Broncos and Chiefs at ten and a half. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think the Packers are in that same conversation with those guys. No, Honestly, yeah. I, I struggle to take the over. Uh, Me too. I think they're going to be a good football team. I think they're going to be right there fighting to win the division. But mm-hmm. ten and a half, I think, is aggressive. I, I go under. Let's let's go like 10-7 on them. I, I throw this like the NFC East. I could see a nine-game winner yeah. winning the division at nine and eight. Yeah, I think so. I, I really could. The Packers could go nine and eight, win the division, just like the Eagles or Cowboys. Yeah, could win their division. So I'll go under with you with the Packers too. And Rodgers may be getting near the end too. Yeah, I mean, yeah. He, he loves to prove everybody wrong, but he's certainly on the backside now. Yeah. So so I'll go under, and then the Vikings. Yeah. So Vikings, another curious case there. They got them at nine and a half. They've got a lot of talent sitting there, and. You know, Kirk Cousins, you know, he seems to you like that? keep doing it. Yeah, yeah, you like that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, at nine and a half, I'm going to hang my hat on Dalvin Cook stays healthy all season and Kirk Cousins continues mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. play right. at a caliber right. that he's capable of, not a top five quarterback by any stretch, yep. but I think he can get it done. So I'm, I'm going to go over on them, but mm-hmm. – Kind of like the Packers, you know, they're probably a 10-win team. You know, yeah, yeah, Packers, right. Vikings may end the season both at 10-7. and seven. Yep, absolutely. I, I agree with you there. I was going to try to shock you with the Vikings win the division. I just – I think they can. I, th- I think I they think can they be can as too. good yeah. as the Packers. I and, agree. And their schedule sets up for it, too. You look at their schedule. It's, yeah. It, it's definitely a team that could win 10 games, get the over, and be right there with the Packers. And, and you know how they like to play everybody within their division the last week of the season. Could be Packers-Vikings for the division. So yeah, yeah, I agree. I, I could see that. All right, so let's, let's, let's do it. Do just like we did AFC. Let's recap NFC. So yeah. you've got Cowboys. Under. All right, Giants. Uh, under. Eagles. Had them over. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Fly, Eagles, fly. No. Gosh. Commanders. I, I have them under. I just don't see any way. So, we have three unders there to balance out that yeah, AFC, AFC West. West. You got it. Yes, sir. All right. South, we got the Falcons. Uh, you have to win five games over. Yeah, so, you're over. I'm uh, under on the Falcons. So yep. That was one difference we had. Yep. And we're both over on the Panthers. Yep. Uh, both over on the Saints. Correct. Both under on the Buccaneers. Yep. AFC West, the Cardinals, we back and forth, back and forth. Yeah. You were? 
I, I'm gonna hang over on them. Yeah, and see, I could change. I could change my mind. We do this tomorrow. I could say under, yeah. but I'll go over. I'll yeah. go Rams over. Yeah, I was over on Rams. 49ers. I'm under because of Trey Lance. Right. Me too. Seahawks. I'm over. Yeah. So just, they just they they can't. The coaching staff can't not win six games. Yeah. All right. I agree. So, and then the last was the Bears, Lions, Packers, and Vikings, and we went um, Bears. You went. Uh, I was over on the Bears. And I agree. Lions, we were both under. Yep. Packers, we were both under. Yep. And then the Vikings, we were both over. Yep. All right. Yeah. So so if I had to pick a Super Bowl, because they love to do this, well, right? Why, go ahead and pick a Super Bowl. Why don't, right why, now. why don't we go on and just pick the playoffs? So we already yeah. said our division winner. So on the AFC, we have the Bills, Bills coming out of the East. Yes, sir. Right? So we had Titans in the South. Titans in the South. Yep. I think. By a narrow margin, we had the Chiefs in the yes. West. Yep. So, and then we, I think we both Bengals. had the Bengals yep. in the North. Yep. So, yes, who, sir. who's your wild cards? It's got to come from the AFC West. Yeah, one of them for sure. Yeah, it's got are, to we, be. are we going to have three teams from the West make it? Mm-mm-mm-mm. Ravens just missed the playoffs last year. I'll yeah. take the Ravens. And I'm gonna go Chargers, not Broncos. Okay. So I'm um I'm gonna go Broncos. And I actually think I'm gonna go Patriots. I hear you. In Mac we trust. Mo is more in Bill we trust. Yeah, yeah. It's all about Bill. It's not Mac. It. I can right. I can assure you that. All right. All right, let's let's leave. leave it there. Let's don't let's don't do any more. Let's just leave it there okay. for the AFC and we'll do the NFC the same way. Yep. And then we'll delve deeper into okay. the postseason. Yeah, so NFC then uh, in the East, I think we both probably have the Eagles coming out, right? Oh, it's awful. <laughs> it's awful. The the South are we are we the Buccaneers or the Saints coming out? I have to be the Buccaneers. Yeah, I, I, I have to be the Buccaneers. can't bet against Tom yet. No, so no, I, not I'm quite with you. Yet. Bucks coming out, but not in glorious fashion. Right. Uh, the West, I believe we are both Rams. Still love the Rams. Yeah, up in the North, you're you're Vikings. I'm Vikings, yeah, I'm Vikings. You uh, go Packers. No, I'm with you. Okay. I'm thinking Vikings. As, as, yeah, I just I just have a feeling about the Vikings. So who's the disaster <laughs> of the wild cards coming out of the NFC? I don't then? know, man. You could probably have an 8-9 and nine team make the postseason. It's not uncommon for the NFC? No, it's not. No, it's not. So if no, I'm looking not. at it on first look, you know, I probably have the Saints – Making a wild card? I could be convinced of that. But then you leave out Packers or Cowboys. I mean, unless we go Major League Baseball and add a third wild card. No, I don't think think that's going to happen this year. (laughs) So I I think the Packers, if the Vikings win the division, I think the Packers are the wild card. So Packers And vice versa, Okay, so you would go Vikings. Yeah, I think one comes out of the North for sure. But the other one, in my opinion, you're the Cowboys, the the Cardinals, or the Saints. Or the Cardinals, I agree. One so of those three teams. Now, now that I'm looking back at it, uh, it pains me to say, but it's probably the Cowboys. Oh, man. Out of that group. Can that defense be good again this year? I don't know. He lost Randy Gregory. I mean, he caused a fair amount of turnovers, a lot of pressure on the quarterback, had a season that got him $70 million yeah. know, from the Cowboys or the Broncos. Yeah. Just, I just like I, I, I agree with you in the north that the loser is the wild card, the second place team is the wild card. Yeah, 
I don't know why I don't like the Cardinals. It's Saints or Cowboys. I hate it. Cowboys missed the playoffs. It's the Saints. Thanks, so. Mm-hmm. Wow. I know. I never thought I would say this until we started doing it out loud. Yeah. Because uh, this day with you has been a whole bunch of logic, and I hate logic. Logic's <laughs> a bunch of bullshit. I mean, logic is—you shouldn't take logic into account with any of this. It should be all about your heart. <laughs> logic and your, and loses your fanatic. Your bets, That's right. It, so. it should be your fandom <laughs> that makes you choose. But I'm gonna, as much as I hate to say it, and my son will hate for me to say it. I go wild cards out of the North and the South. Okay. And I go the second place team in the North, Packers slash Vikings. Yeah. And then the Saints. I just, I don't know, listening to you today has convinced me that the NFC South doesn't suck as much as I thought it would. No, I mean, I I think there's some stuff sitting there. Yeah. I mean, we'll we'll see, but. I just don't understand why Vegas has the NFC. If you take an average of the four teams there. It's higher than the average in the AFC, the NFC North, yeah. you know, six and a half, six and a half, ten and a half, nine and a half, and they got the NFC East at ten and a half, seven and a half, nine and a half, seven and a half. So it's a, a greater average of the four teams there. Yeah, and the same with the South. I mean, yeah. I think they just buy into the Cowboys. Yeah, it's a team that hasn't done anything. Yeah, but they're they're talented. They got talent sitting on the rosters. Just in twenty fourteen, to Tony Romo blitzed the world. They win the division or whatever, and yeah. they lose in the first round of the playoffs. Yep. All right, so we we yeah. have our playoffs shaken yeah, so, out then. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, who's going to the Super Bowl oh. out of the AFC? Man, I I like the Chiefs, but the Bills. Damn, that Bills Mafia gets me. Yeah. If not now, when? It's the Bills. It's the I'm, Bills. I'm with you. I think you have an AFC championship game of the Bills and Chiefs, and yeah. I think the Bills get their revenge. So I, I think they go to the Super Bowl this year. Oh, damn. You know we've missed this because anytime we agree, this is going to be wrong, right? Yeah. Well, we're not to the NFC yet. so Okay. <laughs> All right. So so we have we have the Bills representing the American Football Conference yeah. in the Super Bowl. All right. How about the NFC? I Are certainly could see that. I certainly could see that. It's hard to win back-to-back Super Bowls. Yeah. I love that Rams defense. Jalen Ramsey, Aaron Donald. Mm-hmm. Matthew Stafford, you got to like him. Yeah, absolutely. I take the Rams. No kidding. Uh-huh. I take the Rams. And I don't like all that glitz and glamour and SoFi Stadium and all that stuff. Yeah. But, but I take the Rams. You know, I'm actually with you. No way. Yeah, no shit. I'm, 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 going, I'm going Rams also. Wow. Hey, uh, I, I am a wow. defense guy. I'm a smash-mouth football guy. I'm a defense guy. and No way. You know, I, th- I think the defense is going to prevail there for the Rams, and I, I think we see a Rams-Bills Super Bowl. Mm, man, that would be good. Be if they could play it today, it would be really good. So, Rams, Rams-Bills meet. Who has the edge? As much as that little Sean McVay wrecks my nerves a lot of times. <laughs> He's a damn good coach. I love him. 
Nobody cir- what's Berman say? Nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. Right. I got the Bills winning the Super Bowl. Oh man. I got the Bills winning the Super Bowl. I that, got the Bills winning the Super Bowl. That's how you know it's wrong because I'm with you. No way. Yeah, yeah. Bills are definitely my pick. Yeah. I don't I don't think the Rams defense is gonna be able to just slow them up enough. I agree. So I just I don't and think they will. And the Bills defense is really solid too. And really I good. Think they're gonna be able to get to Stafford more yep. than he's comfortable with. And look, Stafford, Josh Allen can run over linebackers, dude. Yeah, yeah. If it breaks down, he can he can run. He can run. Yeah, I, I think this is actually the Bills' year finally. So on August thirteenth, twenty twenty two, yeah. we have the Bills winning the Super Bowl. Yeah, and, and we agree shockingly. And it wasn't rehearsed. And, you know, honestly, the craziest thing is Vegas probably has them, too. They have them as the best in the AFC and mm-hmm. tied with the Bucks for the best overall. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I can't believe when you break it down like that and try to think through things step by step. But I think that's where it ends up. I can't wait till we do – uh, 68 in March Madness. That's going to be awesome. We'll have yeah. brackets up here, and we'll see. <laughs> There's no way we could end up with the same there. But, yeah, yeah, no. But I, no, I don't think so. Man, do I like the Bills. And the more I sit here and think about the Bills, yeah, that's barring any team. injuries yeah. to key positions, I think the Bills can win the Super Bowl. Yeah, I'm 100% with you. And nobody deserves it more. Yeah, absolutely. Well, except for maybe the Panthers. But. Well, come on, man. <laughs> yeah, my Cowboys yeah. need a number six trophy somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I hear you. Yeah. All right, Buffalo yeah. Bills. Yep, Buffalo Bills it is. All right, Kenny, let's uh, let's shift over a little bit and change our focus over the baseball. Oh, we love baseball. Absolutely, man. Let's. Uh, why don't we hit a couple of the major topics uh, going on in MLB right now? Why don't we start with Fernando Tatis? Oh, man. Where are you at? <laughs> Oh, man, I was so excited about the Padres. I really thought you are going to have a batting order that went something Tatis, Soto, Machado. And I really thought that they needed some push because they've struggled to beat the Dodgers. And you go all in and you trade for Juan Soto and um, you were expecting during his rehab to get Tatis back. And then this team was going to be ready to compete Going to make the postseason, but going to have going to have a chance against the Dodgers. That's that's what you wanted. You, this team's definitely been all in from you, Darvish, and all the people they've acquired, the starting pitching, the offense, everything they've done to beat the Dodgers, win yeah. that first elusive World Series in Southern California. Absolutely. And then I, I, I can't imagine that this – Tatis is not only a star in the league – but he's going to be a face of Major League Baseball. You know that Manfred didn't want, didn't want this. Did anything possible other than to suspend him for 80 games. But yeah. he's doing Dairy Queen commercials, all the Southern California local commercials. Did not want a suspension of Tatis. You're trying to build this super team in San Diego and get that first World Series title. And then all the news yesterday suspended 80 games. And uh, – I struggle with it because he knows he's one of the young stars, face of the league, doesn't want to do anything wrong. But I just can't understand it, Joey. The guy, everything that goes in his body has to pass through trainers. And yeah. and, and so maybe since it was prescribed by a medical doctor in the rehab process, he just put it in his body and assumed it was fine. But obviously it wasn't. He failed a test in 
the league has to suspend him, and I hate it because I'm sure the league tried everything not to. Um, but I, I, I don't know how you feel about it. But I'm I'm more disappointed, and I would love to talk to baseball guys about how does the locker room react to that? Because you know that the team knew they were all in. I mean, you just look around the locker room and it's studs everywhere. And and then your guy tests positive. You know, like what does Manny Machado say to him when he sees him? Yo, bro, yeah. what's up? You know, how, we just got Soto and we're, we're positioning ourselves for this run. But then I start to think, well, maybe did the, the Padres know he was going to get suspended? And then they pushed hard at the trade deadline to get Soto. I don't know. Where, where do you stand? I'm just disappointed because – it's not a guy at the end of his career trying to postpone his career, taking performance-enhancing drugs. It's a guy that's 23, start of his career, superstar. Maybe it's just a mistake. He took yeah. he took the medicine that had this, the, the, the banned substance in it, and um, he's going to learn from this. But that's kind of foolish when you're making the money he's making. Yeah, I, I absolutely agree. Uh, I think the disappointment's real. Um, not just for Padres fans, but just for Major League in general. Just, you know, there, there's a lot of excitement around it, especially you're coming into the final 50-game push of the year and everybody's getting geared up and, you know, ramped up for postseason. And, you know, to take a body shot like this is painful. Mm. Uh, you know, whether it's intentional not intentional, and no matter how it came about, the result's going to be the same and the outcome's going to be the same, which is really disappointing. Yeah. Um, I would be interested to see how the guys in the locker room feel. Um, right. You know, publicly they're going to have his back because he's their guy and, you know, yeah. teammate. And But behind closed doors, I, I don't know. I, I can't help but feel like they're going to have a sense of disappointment mm-hmm. as well. Just like a fan would, I think. Yeah. I, I, I think so too. And, and certainly with Tatis being suspended, I mean, it, it doesn't completely eliminate the Padres from the conversation of postseason. but. Right. Right, they already had a tall mountain to climb, you know, to reach the top. Right. Oh yeah. The the Dodgers and Mets are really good. Yeah, and this this probably did it in at least for this year. Uh, I guess the question becomes, you know, the acquisition Mm -hmm. of Soto does that uh, does that help fill the void for now, or is it just going to be too little, too late for him? Yeah, I, I don't. I really don't know. Because you're right. I think the players outwardly to the fan base and the rest of the world are unified front, give the right company line because collective bargaining and all that. They don't ever right. want to throw a player under the bus because it could be them one day. But in the locker room, I'm sure it's massive disappointment because you're right. Not only have they struggled to beat the Dodgers this year, last year, and forever ago, but when you look at Cardinals and you look at the Braves and you look at the Mets, it was a tall order with him, even taller order without him. But there's no denying the Padres are better with Tatis in the lineup, on the field yeah. and in the lineup. And um, and it's disappointing. And it came as a shock to me because he's a face of the league, not just the team, the league. Yeah. He's, he's everywhere on the Dairy Queen commercials with their favorite blizzard and all that stuff. And, and now – and now he's suspended, and the league's just got to be massively disappointed, not just the Padres. Um, you just don't want the superstars, the, the Harpers and the Tatises, doing this kind of stuff because they're, they're what carries the league for the next decade. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm massively disappointed. But to, to answer the question about Soto, I don't know. Even with Soto and Tatis, they maybe don't make the National League Championship Series, but 
but without him, I just don't see any way. You, yeah. The bat, the glove, the the shortstop's been good for the Padres. He's just not Tatis. Yeah. And and, and the lineup really hurts him. That's what really hurts him. But but yeah, that's um a hot topic that nobody wanted to talk about. We just wanted to talk about the standings and the playoffs and what we thought might happen and then to get hit with that bombshell yesterday that he's suspended. Not only the rest of this year, I can't remember if playoff games count toward the suspension, you know, with the team that plays. So he's 50, he's 30 next year. You start 15 and 15 next year kind of thing, and you're like, man. And and then you've Soto another year toward his end of his contract. So I think they had him mm-hmm. through 25. And then Machado can opt out after next year. And you just you want all those guys to stay together, you, you especially the Padres. You know, Machado's the old man of the group. And if you could keep them together, the team would really be good. Uh, Baseball in California has to be good other than just the Dodgers. Baseball in New York has to be good other than just the Yankees. So, anyway, I'm disappointed. Like, even I'm not a Padres fan, but I'm disappointed for baseball. You want the best players in the postseason. You don't want Tom Brady hurt in the postseason. You want your best players out there. Yeah, that's. That's absolutely right. And, you know, this is what makes this fun, uh, especially to watch the playoffs and the postseasons. If your team isn't there, right. this is the kind of thing that gets the fans excited. So it's just bad all the way around. Yep. It's it's bad for the, for the league, and it is a black eye for the league. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, speak, speaking of Soto and the trade there at the deadline, uh, what's your takes on the Nationals? What, what are they trying to accomplish by completely blowing it up? The Nationals are for sale. And you know from your days in private equity and stuff, don't you want to have a team that they did win the World Series two years ago, but don't you want a product that's at its high to sell, right? Buy low, sell high. Well, they just scrapped their future with Soto for prospects, but prospects are a coin flip sometimes. I mean, you can rank them however, but we've seen many highly ranked guys in a farm system never play out at the major league level. Just saw one uh, Orioles top 50 prospect, number four in their uh, pipeline, kind of got lit up today. You know, yeah. it's his first start. But it, you, my point is it's you just don't know what prospects. You just don't know, you know, you just don't know which one's going to roll aces or uh, 11, you know, and – and uh, and I, I just I don't know what the logic is getting rid of Soto. You you know maybe you could have held on to him through the end of his contract and sell the team and then then make the trade, rebuild the farm system, that kind of stuff. But I, I struggle as an Orioles fan. You'd like to see a plan in place. And if you I hate to use the word term the term blow the organization up. It just sounds terrible. But that's what the Orioles did. Got rid of Machado in 17 after the All-Star game. Um, get rid of Manny Machado. That may have been 18. But got rid of Manny Machado. And everything you had that was of value, you got rid of for blue chip prospects. And now five years-ish later, you have, uh, depending on which publication, a top five farm system. You just had the number one prospect in baseball come up to catcher, and he looks to be the real deal. Gunnar Henderson, the next guy that's the number one prospect in baseball. If he's the real deal, then – then you've done something. And then the the getting rid of your blue chip Machado type stuff for the future works out. I hope the Nationals have a plan in place for that because um, D.C. baseball is good. 
you, you'd like to have D.C. baseball being good. And they were, what, 2019 World Series champions. Yeah. So, um, and, uh, and then COVID was, what, Dodgers? And then uh, – some team last year, I can't remember. But anyway, oh, that's right, yeah. that's right. Uh, big ass Atlanta Braves over there. But yeah, so um, I don't know. Uh, it's this is going to be difficult for baseball because right now everybody gets excited. The dog days of summer, people kind of get sleepy with baseball. Now they start turning their attention to it. You know, baseball, football, everything's starting to go right now in the in the playoffs. Would have been a great time to have Tatis and Soto in that lineup. You know, each night of the week watching a playoff game against whomever, um, that would have been fun to see. But for the Nationals plan, I, I don't know. I, I If you couldn't sign him for the $40 million a year they offered him, you're not going to sign him. So you had to get something. Yeah. I just wonder if he wouldn't have been more valuable this winter, you know. Yeah, it's hard to say, honestly. Uh, it, it feels purely like a business move to me. Don't don't lock a new owner into you know a multi-year yeah. massive contract that they don't have much say over. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that's about the only gut feeling I have of it. But yeah, yeah it, it's hard. It's hard to see a piece like that, you know, move around. Yeah. Uh, and he, it's got to be hard for Nationals fans because they just won the home run derby. He's yeah. about all you got. I mean, as an Orioles fan, I was of the adage, build around Machado. Yeah. Spend the money with a few younger major league guys, major league ready guys, and in the farm system. But now, five years later, it looks like they had a plan because now they're above 500, and who knows what may happen. But yeah, but for the Nationals, that sale of the team, the whole massing conflict with the Orioles and stuff, made that whole thing kind of cloudy, and uh, they yeah. just took what they could get now. And anyway, but it says a lot about the Nationals when Hosmer, you know, yeah. says no to going there and he'd rather go to a, a Boston team under 500 as well who might not make the playoffs either but it's Boston and that they sometimes seem to have a better plan yeah anyway now, yeah it's difficult I'm I'm you know I don't I don't worry about that so much as I do not seeing Tatis in the playoffs I see all these young kids they love the Fernando Tatis Jr yeah you know? absolutely well, let's talk about something a little happier then. No uh, how about the postseason in Ooh, general? You know, they've uh, they've had a little bit of a shakeup here. Mm-hmm. Why, don't, why don't you run us through a little bit of that format on what it's going to look like this year? Yeah, to give more teams, to give more smaller market teams a chance at the postseason, Major League Baseball added a third wild card this year. So there's three wild card teams. Normally there was just two. So this year you're going to have your three division winners from the East, Central, and West. And then you have three wild card winners. And so the first two teams, one and two based on records, will get a bye. And then the third best record, which right now would be like the American League Central, for example. Use the American League. The American League Central leader would then play the number three wild card team. So if you just one, two, three, four, five, six teams, division winner, division winner, division winner, and then three wild cards, three would play the third wild card so the worst record of the three wild cards and then four and five would play and they'll play in a best of three series and then those winners of those two will play so the six three winner gets the number two seed in the east and then the four five winner gets the one seed in the east so let's just put teams to that so people can better understand it when they look at the standings tomorrow right now the best record in the american league is the american league west leading houston Astros. 
the second best team in American League's American League East team, New York Yankees, and then the third best record in the American League is the American League Central leader, the Cleveland Guardians. So that's your top three in the American League. Your three wild cards are Toronto Blue Jays, Seattle Mariners, and Tampa Bay Rays. Right now, if the playoffs started tomorrow, the Cleveland Guardians would play the Tampa Bay Rays in a best-of-three series, and Toronto would play Seattle in a best-of-three series. Best record would have home field, three games. And then the winner of Cleveland-Tampa Bay right now would get the New York Yankees, the number two seed in the American League, and the winner of Toronto-Seattle would get the Houston Astros. That would be your stereotypical normal American League Division Series, and that'd be best of five. Those winners of those two series would be an American League Championship best of seven. So what's your thoughts on the new format like this? Do you, do you like this better, or did you like the elimination game on the wild card play-in better? Now you're touching emotional stuff, Joey, because the first wild card play-in game was in 2012 and the Baltimore Orioles were in it. And they beat the Texas Rangers. So it was a one game. Anybody could win. They won the wild card game, got in the postseason. I like the more teams to have a chance to make the playoffs, bring the Royals, the Orioles, the smaller market teams into postseason that can't compete with the payrolls of the Dodgers, Yankees, um, Red Sox. I like having more teams. We just went through the NFL, and they have six teams from each conference that make the playoffs. Now we have six teams from each league in baseball that make the playoffs. Hockey's eight. NBA has a new convoluted 10-team playoff picture with the play-in series. But I like it. I, I really do like adding an additional wild card because now not only do you have the three wild card teams that hold that position today, but you have like four teams behind them that are within two games of that third wild card. So all of a sudden, 10 teams out of 15 have a shot. Yeah. at the postseason in the American League. Uh, I don't think the National League is that many. It's a little bit bigger gap, but I like having more teams with an opportunity. I'm biased because the Orioles are one of those teams that have a shot, and I, and I like it. I, I don't know how you feel, but I, I just think the more teams that have a shot at the postseason, keep fan bases engaged longer, ticket sales go longer. You don't have to have so many uh, giveaways to get people to come to the stadium. They're actually a team that can win, that can get in, makes people come. And the more people that come, spread the joy of baseball, and that's what we want. We want more people watching and enjoying baseball. Yeah, no, I'm 100% with you. I, I like the format. I like having an additional team in there. You know, I I don't like the one-game elimination game uh, yeah. the way it was. I, I, I like sorry, it being a I series. That. You're right. I like no, you're the series good. Too. Yeah, I like the, the series. I, I, I like the series. I mean, me and you have both been around the game of baseball long enough to know that the best team doesn't always win a one game. Correct. And uh, and baseball series anyway, right? It's a Every, game of series. series. Yep. And, you know, the hottest team usually wins. The most in, team with the most intensity in yep. a one-game type situation wins. It's harder to weed through that in a series, right. and it, it just rebalances the field. You know, baseball is a yep. finicky sport like that, and you're 100% right. It's a game of series, so yeah. I, I like this format. Yeah, I do too. I, I like the series better than I do the one game. One game is, is silly because you have a whole season of series, and then you're just going to change that for the playoffs. It'd be analogous to basketball. You have the three-pointer count all year long, and then we get to the uh, March Madness, and 
take the three-point line away. Yeah. It just, let, let's keep it more like the regular season was. So, yeah. And I think football tried to get that a few years ago where each team gets the ball in overtime. Don't just change the game because it goes to, it's tied. It goes That's to overtime. Right. So I, I like it. I, it. The question was, do we like series better than one game? Yes. I, I like the series. And look, if, if you're playing – we've seen it in all the sports. The hot team, when the playoffs start, Giants win the the Super Bowl, get hot. They go in as a wild card yeah. team, beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl in their undefeated season. Teams that are hot going into the postseason, they tend to do well. So, speaking of that, we're looking at the standings today, and we were going to kind of lay out who our who our teams in the American League and National League were going to be. And you see some odd things happening as we get to the. The third term, the 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 quarter, the last quarter of the season here, 54, 54, 54, break up 162 game season. We're within those last 54 games of the season, and who's playing good baseball right now? And you act like 50 games is a lot. It's over in a month, basically. It, it, it you know they play every day, so you got six weeks of the season left. So we look now, and in American League, the best team was the Yankees for 100 plus games. Well, lo and behold. <laughs> You look now, and it's the Astros. The Astros yeah. have the best record in the American League. Um, playing good baseball. Won seven of the last ten. The Yankees won two of their last ten. So, right now, I like the way the Astros look. The pitching staff's good. They score runs. They're like plus 150 runs on the season, the run differential. The Yankees are plus 200, but that came in the first 100 games of the season. So, now they've been struggling here lately. Actually lost to the poor Red Sox last night. So, um, so um, it, Astros playing good baseball. Yankees are too good to discount. I, I really, if I'm a Yankees fan, I wish we had addressed the starting pitching more so at the deadline. I think they got rid of um, Montgomery. Uh, I, you know, Garrett Cole's good, but in a that, see they would have to play a best of five most likely because they're going to be a one or two seed. Who do you pitch after Garrett Cole? That's a slam dunk. Nestor Cortez, I mean, he's a Rule 5 guy. I mean, he, you know, I mean, it, at one time he was fearful he wasn't going to be on a major league roster. So, I like the Astros right now. Obviously, the Yankees will be the two seed. Their record's just way too good to be caught really by anybody. Huge lead in the American League East. Ten games, nine and a half games over the Blue Jays. So, Astros, Yankees. The AL Central's interesting because the top three could win the division. Cleveland, Minnesota, or Chicago could win the division. They're all within three games of first place. But the two that don't have a shot at the wild card, which is why I really like the wild card, because now we got Yankees and Astros slam dunks, but we got Toronto, Tampa Bay, Baltimore, Minnesota, Chicago, slash Cleveland, and then uh, the Seattle Mariners. You got 10-ish of the 15 teams alive for the postseason. How exciting is that? Most of the time – this is from a personal standpoint. The Orioles are done by Memorial Day, you know. Damn sure done by July 4th, you know, yeah. already looking toward next year. And to have this many teams with a shot at the postseason, how can you not like it? And I think it's a great thing for baseball. Get as many people interested as as in baseball as you can. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm 100% with you. So I think it's pretty easy to predict that, you know, the Yankees are going to come out of the East. Yes, sir. You know, Astros coming out of the West. Yep, those are the only two that are pretty much written in stone for division winners. But then, if you've got to put your stamp on it today, who do you have out of Central? I did. I was. 
all in on Minnesota, but I watched them win two out of three from the Orioles. And uh, but Cleveland's been playing real good baseball. Yeah, they just absolutely curb stomped the the Blue Jays last night. I think they lost today though. But um, but I would I would uh, I know Chicago spent a lot of money to 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 be in this position, but. Minnesota and Chicago are playing 500 baseball right now, so I would I would take Cleveland, the Guardians. I just like saying Guardians over and over again. So, yeah. so I would go with Cleveland <laughs> in the Central. What what would you do? I mean, who do you like? And I know you're more of a National League guy, but if you had to pick Cleveland, Minnesota, Chicago with 50 games to go, who would it be? Yeah, I mean, I, I like your logic on Cleveland. Um, I don't know. I've got I got this gut feeling about the White Sox. I think they're going to get hot here at the right time. Um, they've got a lot of young talent sitting there, a lot of excitement there as well. And I just worry the manager is old, and I just I don't know if the game's passed it by or not. But but um, but I just I don't know. And then I you know I don't like looking at it because I'm an Orioles fan. But people take a lot of credence or put a lot of stake or validity and runs scored and runs allowed because they feel like your offense is strong and your yeah. pitching, your starters and your bullpen are strong, keeping the runs down. And you look, it's a dead heat in the central between Cleveland and Minnesota, run differential 20 runs plus, right. for, whereas the White Sox are minus 16. Yeah. Um, but I could see I could see the White Sox getting hot. And, and you know, that division is going to get whoever's got the bulk of the 19 games left with the Royals and the Tigers – can really make up some ground, you know. Yeah. Cleveland and Minnesota could have played a lot of games with them already, and the White Sox have a lot with them and could make up some ground. That's right. But, but right now, White Sox, uh, Twins playing 500 baseball, and uh, Cleveland a little bit better than that right now. So, yeah. so I would go with Cleveland, and then the wild card is interesting. Yeah, very <laughs> because much so. there are so many teams. I, my pick to click at the start of the year was the Blue Jays. I thought the Blue Jays would win the American League East. I just thought. Kevin Gosman from your Braves picked up as a pitcher. Um, the offense, good gracious. I mean, they score a lot of runs. Uh, plus 53 in run differential as of today, yeah. August 13th. I mean, I, I really thought Toronto would win the East, but I can see them still hanging on to the one wild card. And then the second and third wild card, Tampa Bay has always hung around and does a lot with a little. The surprise that everyone's starting to notice, the Orioles are hanging around and above 500. Obviously, we talked about Minnesota and Chicago or Cleveland, the team that yeah. doesn't win the Central. And then Seattle's been really good. Yeah. I mean, so I could see any of those. It's odd. Of all those teams, the big spender we left out, the Boston Red Sox and That's the right. Anaheim Angels. Yeah. I, I don't know what to – Red Sox fans are all on ledges, right? They're ready to jump. They're yep. done. Fire the general manager, start over, blow the organization up. And then the Angels. I mean, come on, man. You got the two best players in baseball. Ouch. You're 15 yeah. games under 500. Yeah. You got one guy that could be a starting pitcher and your and you're four, three, four, five hole hitter. To me, he's worth $60 million a year. Yeah. He's a starting pitcher and he's a Bryce Harper with the bat. Yeah. What do you do? Yeah, I mean, did you do you trade him and get stuff back and then just waste all of what's left with Trout's time, or do you? I don't. I don't know. I really don't know what the Angels are going to do. It's really mind blowing how they even wound up in this situation. So I just I, I don't understand it. But 
if you ask any kid in this Little League World Series today in Williams, well, when they get to Williamsport, I know they're still doing their regional stuff, but when they get to Williamsport, you ask them who's the best player in baseball, they'll go Otani or Trout yeah. or Judge. But Judge is on the Yankees and they're doing what they're supposed to do, 46th or 7th home run yesterday or today. Yeah. I think that you're right. The mind-blowing thing is you're barely above the – Athletics in your division, yeah. and the payroll of the athletics is $45 million. Yep. I, I don't know what to do. And uh, the manager of the Angels, uh, Phil Nevin, interim manager, I don't know. It's, it's, it's absolutely and, – and we just talked about it with football, with Deshaun Watson in the face of the league and all that stuff, Well, and being a star quarterback, to have two of your premium stars. Yeah. Sitting in next to last. Yeah, something something's got to click at some point on it, and I just what, what, I, I don't what, know what, what's wrong. When do you, if you're if you own the Angels, when do you say, let's start over, let's just get a massive haul for Trout, and do something with Otani? I mean, it's I just that, it's it's hard to blow it up and start over when you've got the number one and the number two in the league. Yeah, I know, I know, <laughs> it's hard. <laughs> So, so logic says you build around them. Well, what's happening? You got a center fielder, uh, all-world center fielder, and you got a pitcher and a hitter in Otani. Uh, I guess you can put him at first base. I mean, you or the outfield. I mean, you you have two players of your nine, not written in the line. They're carved in stone. They're part of the foundation of the uh-huh. organization. Why don't you? What, what seems to be so impossible about building around those two? Yeah, they haven't been able to do it, and I, I've really, I, it's, it is mind blowing. Is, is a great way to to, to state that because I, I don't know what you do, and it's, it's got to be frustrating to the fans out there to, to have this, and, and you're, you're going to mess around and win sixty games. Yeah, you're going, you're going to mess around and lose a hundred games at this pace. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I really don't know. I, I don't know. I mean, and at what point do do does ownership decide? We start over and rebuild the farm system, or do we spend the money with these guys? Right now, building around them hasn't worked, and who knows? I just I hate to say it, but it, it kind of reeks of organizational dysfunction somewhere in there, and I, I don't know if it's at the top with the ownership or if it's trickling all the way through. I'm, yeah. I'm not sure, but it just reeks of it to me. And, and, and look, we just got off the NFL, and they're the Jets. Major League Baseball. I, I don't know. They've got talent sitting there. The Jets don't have one and two, yeah, certainly. That's true. So I, I, I don't know. But the product on the field's about the same. Yeah, the results I are. I mean, they're, they're, sure. they're, winning, they're winning four out of ten games, yeah. the Angels are. And if you listen to Vegas and you go five and a half of 17, yeah. put those percentages to baseball, it's not far off. Yeah. It's – it's sad. It's really sad because you. We just said Tatis is a face of baseball. We want him out there. We don't yeah. want him suspended. Don't you want Otani and Trout in the postseason? Yeah. So you you've got three of your top five, arguably, that's not going to be in the postseason this year. Yeah, it's, it's going to hurt. Yeah, I, I I I don't know, but I think I'm excited about American League Baseball at the end here for this wild card. Yeah. Um, but you but you got some teams that are done. Oakland Angels. Texas Rangers, Detroit Tigers, Kansas City Royals, and I hate to say it with the the Red Sox, they they just don't appear to show any signs of really getting hot. They'll yeah, win two no. and then they'll lose six. 
They're four and six in their last ten, and that's hovered around two of eight of their last ten. It's just it's just not been good in Boston. They're, they're a 500 team. All right, I'm going to hold you to the fire here. Who, who's your three wild cards in the AL? I don't know, man. I, 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 I like Toronto because I had them as an American League East winner. Yep. I like Toronto. I like Seattle. Okay. It, it, it really is Tampa Bay and Baltimore play a lot these last six weeks, and so do Minnesota and Chicago. Yeah. I was looking at schedules today because I was worried about the Orioles. So, <laughs> selfishly, I was <laughs> looking to see. And I am where I didn't do it with my heart with the Cowboys because I've been let down so many times. Yeah. But from 2012 to 2017-ish, the Orioles were competitive, and it's been five years. They haven't been. I don't trust them yet. And so I go Toronto, I go Seattle, and um, and I'll probably surprise you instead of Tampa Bay because I'm an American League East guy. I probably take the Twins. Okay. But here's the thing with the Twins: you can go back postseason after postseason. No matter what the Twins try to do, they lose to the Yankees. Yeah. So it's <laughs> it's going to be. I, I hope, fingers crossed, that we get a Toronto Yankees or Yankees-Astros American League Championship Series best of seven because I like those offenses. I like those the, the, the Toronto and the Houston pitching staff. I'm not sold on the Yankees pitching staff. I look back at Garrett Cole, and he's – I don't think he's a $35 million a year pitcher. No. You look back at his Yankee years here, and they – Verlander's older and he's better. Yeah, I agree. So anyway, we'll see, and if I ha- we'll get to picking an American League winner in a minute, but uh, but 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 that's who I would go with the, the Yankees and the Astros, and then I got Cleveland winning the Central, and then my wild cards are Toronto and uh, Seattle and Minnesota. I wish it were the Orioles, but next year, yeah, maybe next year, next next year, uh, the, next year. With the three wild card system, I don't see any reason they don't make the postseason. Still not going to beat Blue Jays, Yankees for the division, but no reason to not be in the playoffs and try to beat them in a best of three. Yeah, so I'm I'm with you mostly. Uh, obviously, Astros, Yankees. Yes. You know, I already said uh, I'm kind of leaning towards the White Sox out of the mm-hmm. Central. Um, yeah, it's, it's two and a half games. They can, yeah. they can, they can, they can catch Cleveland. They, um, they have that many head to heads. So I'm with you on Toronto. Yeah, there's a wild Seattle. Game. Yep. So my third one's going to surprise you, though. I actually think it's going to be the Orioles. Oh, I hear uh, you. I think, this, <laughs> I think they're getting hot at the right time. Yep. And you know they have a lot of the young talent coming through, and mm-hmm. you know probably over delivering for where they're at right now. Agree. Um, and I, I, I think they're going to stay hot here at the right time and rock on. I, I think they're your third wild card in. Yeah, uh, there's some national media people been saying the exact same thing. Yeah. Uh, you know, as a fan, your your heart gets in the way sometimes, and you don't want to you don't want to get let down, right? Of course. And and so you don't want to put the cart before the horse. But I could see that. I mean, I I really could see that. To me, they're as good as Tampa Bay record says it, yeah. and they're as good as they're, well, they're actually better than Minnesota. So um. Yeah. I, I, I think the hurdle that they're going to have is if the White Sox or the Twins actually win the Central. Right. The the third wild card is going to be between the Guardians mm-hmm. and the Orioles, and that's going to be a tall task. But yep. uh, I really I believe in this Orioles team to be able to finish strong. The only the 
the only uh, trepidation I have with that is that the Orioles playing the American League East and got a lot of games with those guys. Correct. Whereas Cleveland plays in the Central. Yeah. And they have more games with teams. There are two teams in that division that are 20 games yeah. below 500. Yeah. That Cleveland will have some more freebies than the Orioles will. Yeah. I but, agree. but, but, but you're right. The Orioles are playing just as good at baseball right now 60 and 53 and 59 and 54, one game difference yeah. between Cleveland and Baltimore. So I could I could certainly see that. I hope you're right, Joey. Yeah, well, we'll see. A little bit of love. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I appreciate it. Now we get to the senior circuit. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, I was just trying to butter you up as yeah, we get to the I NL. Know. That's all. <laughs> yeah, because now you go pull the rug out from me because your damn Braves are killing it. And look, what's so crazy? What is so crazy is they're playing 600 baseball and they're still almost six games out of. Oh, no kidding. The Mets are Mets are red hot and we can't seem to beat them. So I, I get it. <laughs> the four out of five last weekend, I didn't expect that. I, you know, when you play, was it maybe one on Thursday, one on Friday, two yeah. on Saturday, one on Sunday? Eighty percent of all doubleheaders are split. So I thought Saturday would be a split. Yeah. So one and one there, and it was a best of three like normal baseball. I thought the Braves could pick up a game. To lose four out of five was yeah, that's hard. And to get swept on that Saturday, I mean, yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, and, and the Mets, I don't get it. Look at their lineup. I mean, I don't know. I just I don't. I, I, maybe Buckshaw Walter is pretty damn good. It's, you know, it's I, a good baseball team, man. It's, but yeah, I, I guess I keep forgetting Scherzer, Degrom. Yeah, and in any of yeah. these, any of these, they're not going to be most likely in the play-in games, the best of three. So they'll be a one or two because it's the Dodgers, right? Dodgers have the best record in the National League. And then, it's, and then it'll be the Mets, right? Yeah. So the Mets yeah, will Mets be the two them. seed. Correct. So they'll be best of five. They won't have to worry with the best of three. And when you got a best of five, Scherzer's first, right? Yeah. DeGrom. Yeah. And then hell Ben, if anything goes wrong, Scherzer pitches game five. Yeah. He just – I mean, he would pitch back-to-back days if he had to. So, <laughs> so I'm going to put you on the spot now. Who wins the – we'll skip the East for a minute because that's got your heart. So, we'll go, <laughs> we'll go National League Central, which is funny because there's two people competing there in that division. It's a tight race. It is. Yeah. Uh, so, I'm going to ask you, who wins the, the National League Central? Because the Brewers led the division for a long period of time this year. Yeah. And now the old faithful Cardinals. Yeah actually have a half-game lead as of right this minute in the division. So, who wins the National League Central? Yeah, give, give me the St. Louis Molinas. <laughs> I'll take them. <laughs> the, the flying Molinas? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think you're right. I think the Cardinals win the Central. Yeah. Um, I think you're right. I am not I guess I'm not going to ask you who wins the National League West. Yeah, it's I mean, Dodgers it's, it's all it, day. It's it already won. Yeah. You know? So, it's Dodgers all day. And now, do your Braves with 50-ish games left. Do they make up six and catch the Mets? Absolutely not. No way. No, no. I think the Mets have the division locked up. Okay. So All right. truthfully, I my my heart gets in the way on that just like it does with you and the yes, O's. Sir. I get Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Absolutely. No, no. I, very realistically and logically, looking, the Mets are playing great baseball. They've okay. been playing great baseball. Yeah. I, I don't see how that's going to decline enough for the Braves to get hot enough and catch them. So okay. I can get, give me the Mets. All right. So your Mets. Your St. Louis and your Dodgers, I tend to agree with that. You watch way more National League baseball than I do. I got three wild card teams. Yep. I've seen that the Braves have been playing good baseball. The Phillies have been playing good baseball. The Brewers all season have, not right this minute. They're not 
playing so well. Yep. And then the Padres, we've addressed, and and uh, and the Giants won't win 109 this year like they did last year. So, yeah. of those teams, who are your your three wild cards? Yeah. So, who are you leaving out between Atlanta, Philadelphia, Milwaukee, and San Diego? So Atlanta's definitely in. I think. Yeah, I, I think agree. they're going to stay hot enough. They got enough talent there. So I think Atlanta's and definitely And they've outscored in. their opponent by 100 runs. So yeah. That, that offense I mean, is good. It's there. Um, San Diego, even with Tatis' suspension, I think they'll hang on. They'll, they'll probably end up with the wild card. Gotcha. They're so a game then, ahead of Philadelphia and yep. uh, um, it, a few, few games ahead of the Brewers. Yeah, I say, and then it really comes down to a two-team race for the last spot between the Phillies and Brewers. the Brewers. And – I really don't like the Phillies. I'm just I'm not a Phillies man. I never so have. Now you're doing ne- it with your heart. Ne- never have been. They've won eight out of ten. <laughs> I was gonna say, but they have gotten hot at the right time. Right. Uh, you know the Brewers have gotten cool at the at wrong, the wrong time. time. 100 correct. So, Couldn't have said it better. Yeah. So I mean, I, I think we're gonna have the Phillies. I think you're gonna have two wild cards come out of the East. Honestly, Nationally. almost like the American League East. Yeah. With Toronto and maybe Tampa Bay or Baltimore. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. So, so you you and and look, it's it's odd how the American League has like six teams fighting for those three wild card spots. Yeah, we have two yeah. for that third: Philadelphia and Milwaukee. Really, that's right. I mean, just look: DOA or the Marlins, the Nationals, the Cubs, the Pirates, the Reds, and then the bottom of the National League West. Sadly, the Giants, two games under 500, just not going to cut it. They're a yeah. Red Sox story in the National League. Yep. And then Arizona and Colorado. I mean, barring something catastrophic, the National League's pretty much set. The, the Phillies are watching the Brewers, and the Brewers are watching the Phillies every day. Yeah. And everybody else plays 500 or above baseball. It'll come down to that. So now so, we get to the big questions. Because I agree yeah. with you. I, I, I think the Phillies are the third wild card team. I think the okay. Brewers, you said it perfectly, are getting – Cold or not hot at the wrong time. Yeah, that's right. So, so let yeah, I, I know where we're headed with this. So let's just live right here in the NL for a minute. Okay. So we have our playoff set then. Yep. So um, we got Dodgers as the one seed. Yep. And we got Mets as the two. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So we know they get by. And then Cardinals would have the three. Yep. Because of the division winner. You got it. Yes, sir. Then you'd have Braves four. Yep. Probably Padres five and yep. Philly six. Yeah, because if we put the Phils in, they're the six seed. Yeah, that's right. All right. So here we go. St. Louis Cardinals play the Phillies. Uh, give me the Cardinals. And if that's the three, you take the Cardinals just because you hate the Phillies. No, no, no. <laughs> not because I hate them. It's just I, I think the Cardinals got it going on, man. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'd take the Phillies. I'd take the Phillies okay. in a best of three against St. Louis. Okay. Uh, and then and then the next one will be great. <laughs> could you imagine? Could you just imagine with Tatis in the lineup and then the Braves? How good that would be. All the young studs, Acuna Jr., right. uh all be the second baseman um that's been hurt. Yeah, Ozzy. Ozzy Alves. Uh, and and then the the Padres guys. Yeah. What a best of three that would be. Yeah. Who would you take? So you got no Tatis now. So yeah. um, who, who wins Braves, Padres, best of three in a in a wild card series? Uh, honestly, I'll probably take Atlanta because of the pitching staff. Yeah, um, I think we have a little bit more depth there. Mm-hmm. Um, the absence of Tatis a little bit difficult, honestly. But 
I'm going to take Atlanta there because of the pitching staff. Yeah. And, and look, Atlanta last year handled the Nationals and yeah. Soto and stuff. And I can see that. Um, but I'm going to go against you again. I'll take, I'll take the okay. Padres over the Braves. So right out of the bat, well, we were right in – Simpatico in the National Football League. We've already established the opposite in baseball. And that was the thing that we thought we knew the best or were of like mind. No kidding. And then uh, we're obviously in the wild card game. You take the Padres over the Phillies. I mean, excuse me, the Cardinals over the Phillies. Yeah. I take the Phillies over the Cardinals. And you take the Braves over the Padres. I take the, Bra- the Padres over the Braves. Yeah. So now we get to the next round, and you have St. Louis – Versus so six three plays the one, that'd be the Dodgers. Do, yeah, do the Cardinals have anything? For nah, them? that's the Dodgers. That's yeah. honestly probably a clean sweep. That's that's Dodgers. Yeah, so they win three or five. Yeah, they win the first three. I I would agree that whomever the Phillies can't beat the Dodgers either. Yeah, and then we have um, excuse me, excuse me, I I've really screwed that up. It's the it's the Mets. It's the Mets that would play. The uh, the Phillies or the or the Cardinals. I'm, I'm you still didn't matter. Yeah, I'm going the Mets. So you take the Mets to beat the Cardinals, and I too would take the Mets to beat the Phillies. Yeah. So then we're left with the Dodgers against your Braves. That I you know that's the way it's going to shake out with the whole Freddie Freeman debacle. It's it, just well, that's it's, it's written it in up. the stars. I well, think. Well, that's why four and five plays one. <laughs> so 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 Braves Padres winner plays the one seed, which is the L.A. Dodgers. So. Yeah. Um, your Braves will play the Dodgers in a best of five. and I'm going to throw up a little bit when I say this, but I believe the Dodgers will better the Braves. Yeah, I, I do think that the Padres, as been shown in the last 17, Padres can't beat the Dodgers. Yeah, they just, they just right. can't. <laughs> I, I don't know what it is, but the kryptonite for the Padres is the Dodgers. Yep. And so we have a Dodgers-Mets National League Championship Series. Yeah. The best two teams yep. by record. What do you do? So uh, Scherzer Degrom, and you got the you got the Anderson, and you got the Bueller back, and uh, and uh, if Kershaw's ready for the postseason, um, Urias will go to the the bullpen, the Dodgers guy, the pitcher. So who wins Dodgers Mets? Going Mets. I think the Mets are going to get them. Dodgers are a great baseball team. There's just there's something about this Mets team. I felt it since the beginning of the season. Yeah. They've proven it time and time again. I just I, I, mm. I it's hard to say, but I, I think the Mets are going to make a run to the World Series. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I was watching Dodgers the other night, and we didn't even talk about Gonzalez. Um, so good. Um, Anderson guy, I, I cut on the TV on the West Coast late, and he was twelve and one. Dad and Dad didn't even pay attention to for the Dodgers was twelve and one. The pitching staff's good. The lineup's good. The Dodgers are good. The Dodgers are good, 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 very good, very good. They're, they're, they got thirty three losses. Yeah. Through the first hundred and ten games, man, thirty three losses, and they've done this for multiple years now. They added Freddie Freeman, man. Yeah. They, I mean, Mookie's always good. I mean, they're good. They're Trey Turner. I mean, it's damn uh, – and, and Justin Turner's been uh, – I mean, they're the Dodgers. 
And my, my mind says the Dodgers, but my heart wants Buck Showalter to win a World Series. He missed out with the Yankees. He helped the Orioles get back to some sense of relevance from trash in 2011. Um, he, he's done, with the Rangers. I, I just, I want him to win a World Series so badly. So, and, and look, every year we do this. The Yankees score a thousand runs. And we get to the postseason and what wins? Starting pitching. Yep. Good pitching seems to shut down good offenses year after freaking year, and we don't learn. We go over here and we watch football all the time, and we say it all year. The Cowboys are averaging 37 points a game on offense. And then we get to the postseason, and defense, the Packers' defense shuts them down, or defense seems to win. I'm going to go with the Mets beating the Dodgers because of Scherzer and DeGrom. Yeah. And uh, – And I want Buck to get a shot at the Yankees or somebody and win a World Series. Yeah. So we may have come around. In football, we didn't miss. We we held hands the entire time. <laughs> in baseball, in baseball, we danced around and we were different all through the National League. But we get to the same end with the New York Mets representing the National League in the World Series. Yeah. I can live with that. Yeah. I, 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 I can more. live with that. All right. Since you. Had fun toying with my emotions mm-hmm. here. Yeah, uh, I know. Let, yeah. Let's pick on you a little bit. I don't know, man. When when we go back to the Houston, Cleveland, and then we go Toronto, Seattle, and then we go either Tampa Bay or Minnesota or Baltimore. And the only way that – look, Toronto's got Robbie Ray. I mean, uh, Seattle's got Robbie Ray. They got a pitcher that can that can win a game, but he's a Cy Young guy. He, I just don't think they could do anything with the Astros and the Yankees. Toronto can score a lot of runs. I just, I, 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 I don't know. At the end of the day, it, that will end up being, in theory, for the American League Championship, be Houston and New York. I think, but but let's play it out. We'll we'll play it out. We'll go. Um, so you had Toronto, Seattle, and then you had for your third wild card the Baltimore Orioles. Yes. And the only difference I had is I had the Minnesota Twins. So in round one, Cleveland plays Baltimore, and Cleveland plays the Twins. In my scenario. Even if you have your White Sox winning the division, I just that Cleveland Twins would be a toss up for me. I, hell, they're in a dead heat right now. Yeah. I, Minnesota just doesn't win in the postseason. I would take Cleveland. Okay. And so, in your scenario, you have um, you have the Chicago White Sox running down Cleveland, and they play the Orioles. Best of three. Yeah. I'd, I'd, White have, Sox. I'd have to go White Sox yeah. there, I think. Because they would be playing such good baseball because you'd have to play at a 600 clip to catch That's the right. two and a half and win the division. So they'd be hot as a firecracker going into the postseason. So they yep. they beat the Orioles. So now you got left. We both have Toronto and Seattle, two really good wild cards. And look at their records. 
61 and 51 for Toronto. I think if you look down a step further, it's verbatim with Seattle 62 and 50. Yeah, they're locked up. I mean, in the best of three, anything could happen between those two. Yeah. I believe I would just – I just trust the offense of the uh, – look at the run differential for Toronto. Mm-hmm. I just trust that offense a little bit more. The young studs in that lineup, Glad Jr., uh, Bichette, uh, Vigio, just I, – I just take Toronto. I would think Toronto would beat Seattle in the best of three. We'll take Seattle. All right. They, you they buy give, into Jolie they, Rodriguez. And they Robbie give up Ray. less runs and – yeah, you know, pitching rain supreme, and I, I think their bullpen depth's probably a little bit tighter right now. So yep. I agree with the give up less runs. Seattle. I just I trust that in American League. You've played 19, yeah. 19, 19, 19. Playing so you've played 76 games. games. Yeah. You played 76 games against the Yankees, Rays, Orioles, and Red Sox. You're coming around. That's a very logical way to no, look that's at it. Bullshit. I can't believe <laughs> you know, I spend the, I spend time with you and I'm like, what happened? I used to just you'd ask me stuff knee jerk crash and my heart says this and that be would be the answer. So we were completely different on those two picks, but I still feel like the winner of those two series would lose to the Yankees and Astros. Yeah, either way you spin it, I agree. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know how Toronto is, could beat them. I don't yeah. know how Seattle could beat them. And I, I, I damn sure don't know how Baltimore or uh, Cleveland or Chicago White yeah. Sox beat them. I mean, they're as good as the Dodgers. They've lost 42 and 43 yeah. games or 42 and 41 games, respectively, between the Yankees and Astros. Yeah. But now here's the big one. Yankees, Astros, and American League Championship Series. I hate the Yankees. That would be such a fun series. Yeah. I, I, I do, too. I've grown up my entire life hating the Yankees. But I, I, I will tell you, I have said it from probably May on. I mm-hmm. fully expect to see a Subway Series, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I still expect to see a Subway Series. Yankees, you, Mets. You give me the Yankees. So I think you got Yankees, Mets. I think you're right. I think you're right. As much as I trust Verlander and uh, can you pronounce the other two pitchers' names for the Astros that I watch all the time, the guy that rocks so much when he goes to pitch. Yeah. They um, something about the Yankees this year. Just feels different. I mean, the Astros have been so good, and Dusty Baker is so good, and I—he's kind of like Buck Showalter-ish to me. Yeah. But I—I I just man, would I love to see Buck Showalter get to beat the Yankees? And and look, then the whole world where well, we just talked about it in football, everybody's focused on New York City. Yep. Yankees, Mets. Yankees, Mets. Your National League team win? You think so? I, I believe so. I and believe how many games? So Walter is going to get it. Oh, yeah, I mean, man. I don't. It, hey, wouldn't that the, be awesome? These teams, I mean, no matter how it shakes out, when you look at the NLCS, the ALCS, these teams are so good. Yeah. Oh, it, yeah. It's hard not to believe you're a six or a seven game series. I agree. So they're, they're going to trade blows back and forth. Scherzer and DeGrom get to go four then of those games. Yeah. Which is why I give the Mets the advantage. I agree. The offenses. How many uh, Yankees scored 593 runs this season? How many have the Mets scored? 546. Yeah. But they've, yeah, and their run differential is 127 versus 203. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I trust that starting pitching, though. But that Yankees too. lineup is serious. They are. I mean, it's just flat out they serious. Hit the ball. And so, but I would love for the Mets to get them 
a World Series title. I mean, the books you order, that'd be great. And the Mets fans have always been the little brother to the Yankees, you know. It'd be yeah. nice to see them get a World Series, I guess, since 86. Wow. I would like to make this very clear on the record. Yes, sir. I would not like to see the Mets get a World Series. Understood. But I would like to see them get one more than the Yankees. So There you go. And look, you're National League East, man. Yeah. I mean, Nationals and Mets and Braves would have been serious the last yeah. four years. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I, maybe it's not the American League East that's so good anymore. It'd be the National League East. Uh, a change in Who knows? a swing in, in, tide in uh, baseball. But um, that being said, let's say, let's say the Mets do win the World Series and they do it in seven games. Say they have... Uh, maybe has a slightly better record because the All-Star game doesn't do home field or anything. So they let's say the um, Mets win it. Let's say they win it at home. They win game seven. No, no, no. Make it more interesting. Let's say they win game seven on the road in Yankee Stadium. Yep. And they win the World Series and everybody's over the moon. What happens to Aaron Judge? I don't know. That's, if they don't win the World Series, what happens? I don't know. That's very interesting. There's there's a lot of national guys that are suggesting Judge is out either way. So I I, I don't know if I believe that. Would he be interested in California baseball? Or? Well, that's that's what I continue to hear is he probably would be moving over to the West Coast. But uh, honestly, I have a hard time seeing it. I know who's going to back up the money truck to him, and it might be the New York Mets. Yeah, I, I don't think you'll see him go go there. Honestly, yeah, just, you'd be too too, too personal. Yeah, you know, I'm you're a Yankees guy. And yeah. Go to the Mets. Yeah, I mean, I'm not sure he'd do that. And you know, you you, you ask how do we start building around Trout and Otani? Mm-hmm. Well, that, that's a damn good start. Would so, it not be? <laughs> I'm not I'm not sure you're gonna see him head that way. Honestly, my gut tells me if he does head that way, he he's gonna be a giant personally. But I, I don't think he leaves New York. I think he'll remain think a Yankee. He a Yankee. Yeah. So they make it work, even though, I mean, you kind of were a star. I mean, you are a star. Yeah. And, uh, and your team offered you money, but they didn't do everything possible to sign you already. You yeah. Know, extend you. I don't know. I don't know. I just wonder if losing a World Series, like I could see them winning the World Series and then him staying in New York and being a Yankee. Yeah. It, it, you know, if you lose the sting of losing, you take 30 days away, is it easy to just say, let's run it back? Baseball's a long season, you know, and you might get with your agent and other people and just be, you know, let's try something else. But Giants would make sense. Angels would really make sense. Angels really need to go out and grab starting pitching and, and really, really just – they need to do a Padres. Yeah. They need to go all in. You got you got two studs. You got to go all in. If the Padres can do it, the Angels can do it. But uh, – so, all right. So, we both had the Mets win in the World Series. Dude, we, we did it in the NFL and the MLB. Isn't that something? Yeah. I got on the logic track a little bit with baseball. But my heart stole the end. But it's not like I'm a far reach. No, I mean, not at damn, all. the Mets are, you know, yeah. almost 30 games over 500. I yeah. mean, yeah, these teams are on pace to win, you know, 100 games. 
Um, you're going to lose 60. I, I remember growing up, I always thought, you're always going to lose 60. Yeah. You're always going to lose 60 games in baseball. You're always going to lose 60. And Dodgers have lost 33 <laughs> <laughs> with 50 to go. So 33 yeah. out of 108-ish. And the Yankees and Astros have lost 41 and 42 or so. Yeah. They're very, very good baseball teams. Yeah. And your Mets, I just, gosh, it, it, you look here at this part of the season and they're right there with those great teams. Yeah. So it's not it's not a far reach to go go Mets and Bills. Wouldn't that be something? All New York, huh? Woo! Wouldn't that be something? Buckshaw Water gets his. The Wyoming kid, Josh Allen, gets his. Um, the Bills were a punching bag for a long period of time. Yeah. And they get it. And then the Mets finally get to one-up the Yankees. If it plays out that way, we got an awesome fall and then winter with football. Yeah, can't wait to see it unfold. Uh, me either, man. I'm excited. I'm so excited. That's why we love sports. Yes, 100%. All right, man. Well, we've made some big picks in baseball. Let's see how they play out with 50 games to go. Thank you for listening to the first ever episode of the Catback Podcast. We really hope you enjoyed our shenanigans and our insights into the NFL season kickoff, as well as our views on how the MLB will shake out coming into their final stretch. Join us on our next episode where we will begin to discuss the chaos that is the NCAA landscape and dive into the upcoming college football season. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at TheCatBack for more information, other interactions, and as always, our normal dumbassery. See you next time. I'm Joey. And I'm Kenny. Kenny.